0: Don't ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. Ha <laughs> Well said. All right, my friends. It's Social Q&A Live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. And then dive into your questions around dating as much as fucking good. Social dynamics, relationships, that's like a shot of a dick. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here. And welcome to the Social Q&A Live audio strip taken directly from the YouTube live streams, which are currently going down each week, Monday mornings, 10 a.m. Australian Central Time. I'd love to have you in the live sesh. These days, they've turned into these full-on classes. You know, we call them podcasts, but they're really classes in which that I throw questions back and forward with the live viewers and we get the personal context of each person in there and everyone just seems to grow a lot more nowadays because of it, I love it. Uh, Anything on the world of human interactions, what we cover, it could be dating, relationships, social dynamics, family relationships, business relationships, things going down in high school, uni, anything that touches the world of these human beings, we seem to touch in Social Q&A. So head over to The Bowl YouTube channel and I'll catch you guys currently on Monday mornings. Now, if you guys would like to receive a quick sip each week, just a free email right in your inbox, updating you on what went down on Social q Live this week, the recap, what other videos went out, what other awesome things are going on in the world, what other additions to the resources of wisdom in terms of books, films, docos, anime, quotes, music, all the things that get added to the resource of wisdom, I update you through this email. So you never miss out on any of that. And also, it's just a way of me staying connected with you guys in between our live sessions together. So go ahead if you are interested. Every Friday, I send it out. It's free. Boldojo.com. Sign it up. By the way, if you feel like you have not received your email on the Friday, just check your promotions folder in Gmail or your junk spam folder if you're using anything else because hey, it's likely in there even when i receive my own email it still gets every day to get put in promotions now for those of you who are looking to dive into some deeper educational content and level up your performance in this life where you can pick up the guided meditation eternal energy over on boldojo.com featuring five tracks that will help you to dive deeper into who you are and evolve beyond older reviews have said that it's something that they constantly come back to that it's something that they will work through and that it's more of a course than an actual guided meditation. Many have also said, Adam, why are you not charging what it's worth? Many have said, I was willing to pay $100 for this and it's because I wanted to make it as accessible as possible. So that, it's there if you are the type of person who is aware and conscious enough to want to look at yourself for all that you are and improve. So guided meditation, eternal energy get you some also send me a review once you're done as well i'd love to hear your feedback now moving up from there if you would like to dive into one-on-one coaching in which that we destroy your limiting beliefs and construct real action plans to help you perform in your life whether it be purpose physical mental or social development anything that touches the temple even if you want to go up to the inner garden and dive into real ideas of your existence we can go there as well i often do however it's completely customizable to you we have one-off sessions. You can go to bulldozer.com, book a once-off of 30, 45, or 60 mins, just to test the waters, and that'll give you a vibe for it. However, if, and what I do recommend, if you're serious about your development, you can dive into the bowl coaching memberships, in which there are three different tiers, silver, gold, and diamond, which offer different levels of benefits that once-offs definitely do not get, such as priority messaging. If you wish to have access to my private WhatsApp number and get a response from me within 24 hours outside of Australian weekends, you're gonna have to be on a membership for that. And that's something that my clients benefit from tremendously and use tremendously. Also, if you wanna step up another level of membership and wanna get priority bookings, for those of you who don't live in Australia and struggle to get your time slot in, maybe you're two, three weeks out on the waiting list, well then priority bookings are there to ensure that you get your time preferred slot and that you get booked in over lower tier memberships and once offs. Now I'll be here all day if I have to describe every benefit of every tier. So if you are interested, just go to boldoge.com. In the products menu, you can find Bold Coaching Memberships and you can dive in yourself. If you have any questions, just slide me an email. There are contact email forms on pretty much every page of the website and we can work it out from there. If you are truly committed to developing yourself. Moving forward, if you would like to directly support this podcast, you can do so in two ways, either by going to boldojo.com directly. In the Boldojo podcast menu on the homepage, there is a direct donate link that goes straight through the website, if you want to use your credit card, for example. However, if you would like to go through PayPal, because that's your uh, that's your shit, <laughs> sure, fine. Doesn't bother me. PayPal as well. PayPal.me forward slash A-D-A-M. O-O-I, my full name, Adam Uy. You can donate through PayPal directly as well. Either way, whatever you guys do, donate to help support the show. Uh, I know a lot of you like to donate live in the live social Q&As. That's also most appreciated. However you want to do it, it just, it all goes to supporting this this awesome thing we've got going on between you and I. So I thank you for anything that you have donated or will donate in the future. It really does mean the world to me. Thank you very much. Now of all that being said, Let's finally dive into social Q and A live.
1: Yes, sir. Let's go.
0: Emotion? It's Sure, motion <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: It says similar to a raise or a call move in poker. If you're familiar, the idea is playing with attention. Yeah, yeah. Kakashi then comes in to say, "You want to see if she pulls or pushes, so that you can see where the energy is flowing." Yeah. So you're definitely correct on that, Kakashi. Yet that again does not answer the question either of the questions. Well, it's one question essentially, but it's not like you're generally correct, but that was a question from beginning of the podcast. That's not this question. Uh, let's move on through this. I'm just at this at this stage I don't want this to drag on any longer. this really shouldn't be it's a difficult question if you're a guy. I get that. But if you're in this podcast and you've been following this podcast, you should very easily be able to give me what a push or pull move on her part is what you should be struggling with or just challenged on. Is why she does it. Ivan and Takumi were the only two. T T gave the perfect push move. He just didn't get the explanation right. He was too general. Ivan gave a pretty good idea of a pull move. So he gave pretty good, not great, but pretty good. But he was and he gave but he gave a better explanation. No one's hit me with both yet. And uh Ben and Jay were quite far off with those two so I'm really just looking for if listen if no one gets in the next minute I'm just going to roll through it I give you guys enough time this is enough time Uh, I just want to make sure I don't skip over anyone here okay (laughs) Ben says I got the push and pull mixed up worse than anything dude you're not the only one if you were here at the beginning of the session I think you were out cold plunging Uh, a lot of guys got it completely wrong a lot of guys are getting this stuff wrong really easily and it's just because they don't think about it in reverse. They don't think about why a woman would do a push or pull, and they then a really, a really, uh, a really insidious mindset would be: Why would I even need to think about why she would do push and pull? The reason why, at a very primal level, is because of what it makes you want to do. That's why it's so important to understand why. Listen. As a social dynamic coach, I'm interested in all social dynamics. That's not why I'm teaching you guys this. I'm teaching you this because it has a real world application. The real world application is that if you know why she did a push or pull move, why she did it, it would explain why you are about to do what you're about to do. And if you can take conscious control of it, calibrate it, with intensity, with purpose, with penetration, so that you don't make the mistakes of every lowly scrub, of every scrub fish lord who doesn't increase the intensity nor penetration of their push or pull move. That's where this really, this is what I said, keys to the city, understanding the matrix of social dynamics. It's not enough to just know why you would do a push or pull, why she would do it, I'm just asking you guys to give me an example of what she's going to do to show that you understand the beginning of this podcast. But why she does it because then that gives you the conscious control to choose your next move. But if you don't understand why the girl chose her pull or push move, then you have no conscious control. You're purely just a leaf in the wind. You're just, you're just, you're following at the century at that point. Or if not following, you're not doing the best you could. You're not If you don't have conscious control, which then gets alchemized into unconscious knowing because it becomes so ingrained within you, then it's very unlikely you're performing at your top performance. You're most likely just every now and again, you're probably going to get it right just by the nature of you trying to do it a few times every single day or every single night. But that's not what we want. I don't want you guys just throwing fishing poles out into the ocean, hoping there's going to be a fish down there. I want to already have a... I want to I have a CT scan on the entire lake, know where the fish is, throw my line down there, 100% accuracy every time. That's all we're doing here. That's what we're doing here. We're putting arrows down range. We are putting arrows down range and learning about social dynamics here in which that we understand why she does what she does because it allows us to choose our next shot and what we would do then. Okay? So, that's what I'm looking for. But I get it. I get it. If you're not used to having to break down the feminine's social dynamics... It's hard. It's hard for guys. I get it. But this is unraveling the secrets in the universe, guys. This is um, this is Master Uge shit.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: who's got this next? Like I said, if no one gets it in the next couple of responses, that's it. I'm just going to roll into it. Let me just scroll some stuff here. Okay, here we go. Ben, Benjamin Button, aka Benjamin Morton comes in. Please, Ben, give me a good answer. Come on, give me something here. Benjamin Button comes in saying, Pull would be when she's giving you nothing and expected you to just walk away with no effort or energy. Push is coming back with similar energy and engaging. So Ben, you're correct in the sense that a couple of the others were, but too general, way too general. So what you would have to do is give me an example of what a pull or push move is, what it looks like tactically. But more specifically, that's just the easy part of the question. But the more challenging part is why, why she chose to do that. When you say that her pull would be when she's giving you nothing, expect you just walk away with no effort and energy. It's neither here nor there. It's not quite there in terms of an explanation. Push is coming back with similar energy and engaging. Yes, that's describing what push is, but it's not specific enough. Too general, too general, okay? But you're like, you're in the camp that's got your head facing the right direction. A lot of guys aren't even facing the right direction, but it seems that like everyone's struggling with this, so it's okay. T comes in next, saying, that okay, T, T got the, T had given me a reasonable push move. He'd give me an example of a push move before. He's coming now really late. Saying the micro and in the moment reason. The micro and the. The micro and in the moment reason why she would make out with you as a push move is because she is confirming direct interest in you and responding to your push by taking it up in intensity. Ah, T, you're so fucking close. (laughs) You're so close. Oh, man. It's like. You're, you're, you're so on point. It's definitely the best answer so far, but you're still not there. It's like the only part you were off on was in your explanation of why. Your tactical execution of part one of the question is, give me an example of her push and pull move response, uh, push and pull move as a result of my push move. You nailed it. She makes out of me. That's a push move straight in. Okay. And you're saying it's a push move. It's because she's confirming direct interest in you. Correct. That's why it's a push move. Well done. And then you're going go on to say, and she's responding, and let's just let's just say, yeah, she's responding to my push by taking up in intensity. Yes, but that's that's what's happening. It's not why she's doing it. Like the the she's she's not. There's something much more than just that she's confirming direct interest in me. That's what the push move does, but it's not really the all of the why of why she'd be doing that. And I've given you guys this hint a lot, which is what does it create. What does it allow for? What does it create? It's that sentence that gives that everyone's missing. And so T was really close there. If T could have finished his answer with, she's confirming direct interest in you and by responding to the push move and making her push move of her own, by taking up an intensity to create, to allow for, and if he could just hit that, then you get the answer. But that's me basically giving you guys the answer at that point. Oh, Damn it. (laughs) You were so close, T. (laughs) Well done, though, T. You're definitely, you're on the top of the leaderboard in this session for sure. Eric comes in saying, a push move. She grabs the back of your head. Dot, dot, dot. She does it to get you to continue to escalate. All right. He goes on to say, pull move. She whispers back in your ear, I'm the girl who can't date guys with tattoos. Dot, dot, dot. She says it to challenge and test you. Fuck me, Eric. Fuck. You're so close along with T. It's like... But Eric's now top of the leaderboard. That's definitely the best answer so far. Eric, the reason why it's the best answer so far is because you have the right framework. You've given me the right framework. You're the first person to package it correctly. You've not only given me what the push and pull moves are, but you've attempted to explain why she does it and your explanations for why she does it are really close. You're just missing a little something. I almost got hyped on your push explanation. Okay, let's go back here. It's getting dark. Web's all over the shop. Okay, when Eric says, push move, she grabs the back of your head. Nailed it. It's definitely a push move. It's a complete show of interest and it's moving energy towards me. Well done. His explanation of why she would do the push move, this is what we're most interested in because this is keys to the city. He says, she does it to get you to continue to escalate. I was about to lose my shit on that. But it's just, he says, she does it to get you to continue to escalate. Yes, you are definitely correct, Eric. I'm not disagreeing with that. In fact, I really agree with that. You just, the sentence is half-baked. You're missing half the sentence. What that sentence needs to end with is, She does it to get you to continue to escalate because that creates the on you. That puts the on you. That allows for on you. That is where everyone is missing. So I want you to guys, Eric, if you can, because you're the closest now in this session. What you've given me here in this example is if you could just look at my hands. This is you. I pushed. This is you and her. I pushed on her. Okay? In your example, she pushed back. Okay, pushed back. What does that create that would then, you almost got me there. You said continue to escalate, but it creates when she pushes back. Why did she push back? Because of what that created, what that created that would allow me, that would put on me to then, that's all that's missing here. So it's a one, two, and I'm asking about the three. That's what guys, most of these guys in this chat haven't even been able to tell me what one is. Some of you, T, has been able to tell me that what the first move has done and then the reason for the second move back can't explain it because you're not telling me why is happening in the third, why the third move would even be happening. That's why this is, I think, challenging so many people because you're stopping the explanation too soon. You're stopping your thought process, your visualization too soon. You're thinking you're not going far enough. But Eric is the first to go from one to two and then to attempt to t- explain three. Fucking A, Eric. Okay, but then when Eric said about a pull move, she whispers back in New Year, I'm the girl who can't take guys with tattoos. That's good. I like that. That's a good pull move. Well done there, Eric. You definitely understand the push and pull moves. Well done. But when you say her reason for saying that is to challenge and test you, no, that's, that's, that's what the pull move is doing. It's not why she's doing it though. It's not the it's not the core at least there's some of it there but it's not the core. So you're much more further on with your push move explanation not your pull and that's fair enough because I know you're a guy and guys struggle the most with pull moves to understand a woman's pull move because it's literally revert, working in reverse. So but Eric you got me really excited. I was about to lose my shit hard that. Okay. If no, okay, I'm just going to screen it if anyone's not if anyone's even close I'm, I'm just going to sc- I'm just gonna read it real quick. I was, we're done here. i spent way too long on this. <laughs> I didn't realize how hard of a question it would be. I knew the first part, I knew it would be challenging to get the second part, but I didn't think you guys would struggle so hard with the beginning in terms of just telling me what her push and pull move would be. Uh, Jay New says, okay, so it's more like a dance. She'll push and pull, and not only to see if you can keep up and wanting to maintain the lead, getting knocked down a few pegs a session, but I'm all about, but I'm all more grateful for it. That's all right. That's all right, Jay. Yeah, yeah, everyone, listen, you're not the only one, Jay. A lot of people are struggling here. And if you've never had to break down, push, listen, if you're, let me just take a second here before I do go into my instruction on this question. And I really just nail it home for you guys. If you're in the podcast on audio, or if you're in the live stream right now, and this is fucking railing you, you are getting railed by this. You just can't get it right. It's not to say that you don't actually practice push and pull well. It's a different thing to be able to break down what you do than just do it. Some of the best NBA players of all time will never be good coaches. They will never be able to tell you why they do what they do and how they do it. It would be great if they could, though. It would take them to the next level. So, at least to be able to help others. So, what I'm asking you guys to do here is something very challenging. It's literally, some of you actually are probably very good naturally, maybe, at doing push-pull. Listen, if you've ever sexually progressed with a member of the opposite sex, you have to have already been able to do push and pull to a minimum degree. It's a natural thing that happens amongst human beings. It's just a different thing to grab conscious control of push and pull and then use it and understand what the other person is doing, why they're doing it. It's a different level. So you think it's like push-pull, so fundamental, so foundational. Yeah, but the foundations are not necessarily easy. Listen, a lot of people can throw a jab. Not a lot of people can throw a good jab. A lot of people's jabs are not educated. Any old person can throw a roundhouse, but can you turn the hip over and whip your foot out? Can you crack it like a whip? That's that's what I'm talking about here. Anyone can do push-pull, but can you understand push-pull? That's what we're on now. So Jay, I love that you say you got knocked down a few pegs. Everyone is... I can sense it's not just the other guys in the live chat while well, a lot of guys in the live chat have getting knocked down here. I'm sure guys in post are getting knocked down as well going, fuck it, get that in. <laughs> it's all about the learning and Jay showing some good gratitude and humility there. Okay. Okay. T, um, this is the final one I'm going to read. I'm just going to finish it. T says, it creates a gap in energy for you to push back again harder.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, T. (laughs) Thank you, T. But it's so disappointing because it's like it's not even your answer at that point. It's basically my answer. I've given you every single clue. Listen, If T had said that at the beginning with all of his initial answers, the initial T, I would have given T 100,000 Zeddy. T's given us what I've been searching for for the last 10 minutes. Finally. Okay. So, where are we at? We've got foundations under belt. We understand push and pull moves. We understand push and pull responses. Now, we're trying to understand how to use push and pull consciously, actively. In order to do that, what do we need? We need to understand why someone would use a push or pull move on us. Why is that important? Because in a dance... No one does anything without expecting the re- the opposite reaction, that something else is going to happen on the end of it. If I push hard on a girl, it's because I expect something back, either a push or a pull move. I never expect a response, push or pull response, because that would be me thinking I'm fucked it up already. I'm ready if I, if I made a mistake, and I will address a push or pull response if it happens, but I'm never expecting that. What I am expecting is is that when I'm at the side of the bar on the ocean with that girl, fucking Jenna, it's fucking lit. Sunset's going down. The ocean's still drying off me. She's still in that scantily clad bikini that I was absolutely firing her up about when I first opened her. She should be ashamed that she's showing so much skin, of course, in -in tongue-in-cheek. I love it. We all love it. But anyways, we're down there. We've, We've progressed. We've had some push and pulls verbally down at the bar with her friend. I've decided this is a good time. I'm going to take over push move now physically over the side of the bar. We're at the side of the bar. The ocean's below us. She hits me with a pull move verbally. Hey, listen, you got nice tattoos, but listen, my parents don't like eyes with tattoos, so you can't get around this. She hits me with that pull move. Now you can start to see I hit her back with a push move now, which is to physically step in, slide the face down the side, whisper in her ear. Very sensually and sexually. Who do you think you are? Hit her with that energy. I asked you guys, please give me her push or pull move. In response to that push or pull move though, the move, not response as in a push or pull response, but a push, pull, move that she would then choose. Give that to me. But more importantly, why? Why would she do that? T comes in at the end. It creates a gap in energy for you to push back again harder. Now, what he had said before that, he said, okay, push, move. She makes out with you. Let's take that. Let's take tease because he was definitely the first one to give a good answer. Let's take tease, push. Okay, so I've been down the side of the face. I'm there. Who do you think you are? She grabs me by the collar, whips me back and just starts making out of me, pulls me in for the make out. Definite push, move. Not hard to understand that, but Why? Why she would do that? No one in this chat has been able to understand really. uh, Eric, kind of close. DM Loading One, aka Eric, kind of close, but not real. Didn't fully nail it. T finally comes in saying, it creates a gap in energy for you to push back again harder. When she pushes, I pushed on her, she pushed back. What does that create? What does that create? I kept cluing you guys in on those two broken sentences. What does it create? What does it allow for? T says, a gap in energy. Part one, why that's so good? Well, it sounds good now, right? But it's not. It's good now because we're finally there. But T, it took a long time to get. It took a long time to get. It's okay. We're here now. When I went down and I pushed hard on her, whispering in the ear, and she pushed back hard by pulling me by the shirt, making out hour of me, She doesn't just do that because in the words of uh, Eric, that she just wants me to sexually escalate as well with her. Uh, For some of you, just to explore the sexual vibe and explore the sexual connection. Those are all macros. They're all very general. They're all very correct. Specifically, when a woman chooses to push back, it's because of the gap it creates that would allow for the energy in which that you would push back again. And T finishes us with a nice word saying harder. Because I went to town on you guys before with intensity. That every move is met with an upping or meeting of intensity. Never a lower, never a meet, meet. You never meet, meet intensity in push pull. If I pushed on her, I pushed up on her and then she would meet back or she would push back harder. In this situation, T, since you're really with us right here, and hopefully you guys are getting this. When I pushed on her with the slide down, moved in close, eyelash to eyelash, slid down her face. Who do you think you are? That was an increase in intensity. When I pushed previous to where we were, that was an increase in intensity, which pushed her back. Now, she then, as in T, she then very likely, and a girl is very likely to do this if you're reading this well, she's going to push back, but it's only ever going to be pushed back at the same level or pushed back harder. What I wanted to... Get was it the why? If you understand why she did what she did, why was it a make-out tee? Why wasn't it just what would be a more a lower intensity push move? If when I said who you think you are, I'm whispering in her ear, and she just goes, "Wouldn't you like to know?" Wouldn't you like to know? All right. If, if she can might even chuck in a little bit more spice. Wouldn't you like to know, you naughty boy? All right? Somewhere a little bit more sexual there. You fucking naughty man, right? But that's still at the same level. It's a push back, but it's still at the same level. You can feel it. Slid down the side of the face. Who do you think you are? She responds with, you know who I am. Hey, who do you think you are, you naughty man? Right, that pushes it back. It's a push back. Still good, still a push move. But UT gave me this specific example of make out back. So she pulls me by the shirt starts making out of me. What's happened in the intensity of our push-pull here? What's happened is that there is no pull. There's no pull move. I pushed hard. She pushed even harder back, which on the graph of the moves that are happening, it's just going up in intensity. So that's why T's explanation is so, so correct, just so late. Because yes, it creates a gap in energy for you to push back again, but the word you put at the end, harder. Harder intensity if she she wouldn't have wanted she wouldn't have pushed back so hard if she didn't expect what on the end of it t for you to reciprocate and push back harder or pull back harder and this is where we start to bring it all together so t finish take me an extra level here the makeouts going down she pushed hard back on you if you can understand understand this concept now she pushed back harder and you why, because it created a gap which allows for you to push back harder and most importantly harder. But it doesn't have to be a push, does it? Because we have two moves at our disposal that are in fact moves that show direct interest. Could be a push harder or a pull harder. Please give me an example of what a push harder or a pull harder would be. And that's the end. Because once you can understand these, then it's just repeat. Then it's just cycle then it just cycles through of push, push or pull, move, harder, push or pull, move, harder, push or pull, move, harder. And it's just, and that's the end game of push and pull. Okay. But what I would need for you to, to just finish this here, is that I pushed in, good intensity. Who do you think you are? She pushes back, starts making out of you. Please finish it. Finish it. Because that's move one, move two, move three. That's all push and pull is. It's only happening within three moves. All of push and pull happens in three in a sequence of three moves that are just continuously repeated. They just run circles on each other throughout your entire interaction. And they're going to be the push or pull moves as long as they're calibrated well and you haven't made a mistake. But what I'm looking for from T here is that what you would do to push back harder, or even if it's not T, even if some of you are like nodding, maybe J. News nodding, maybe some of you are nodding, you're Captain Noddy, <laughs> you're Captain Noddy, and you're going, oh, but I already know what the next push harder would be. Give it to me. Tell me what's in the chat. You pushed in, she pushed back with the make out. What would be your push that's harder? That just completes the cycle. Because push and pull, while it's two words, it happens in a sequence of three. You could see I was waiting to let that fire out.
1: <laughs> you guys took so long with that.
0: Oh, uh, it's okay. It's obviously very challenging. I've got to, uh, got to accept that. Okay, T comes in to say the push harder could be saying, "Look, I think we need to take this somewhere a bit more private." The pull harder, the pull harder could be, "Wow, you really want this?" But I don't think I can make out of you right here. Hmm. Hmm. I don't like the end. The beginning's okay. The, beginning, the beginning's okay. So I'm asking for T to complete the sequence of push-pull. One push that's hard met with a push-move itself, which is even harder. And then it's the gap that creates the energy to push back harder, which then completes the cycle. I'm just asking what that would look like. T comes in to say, push harder could be saying, look, I think we need to take this somewhere a bit more private. T, the reason why I'm not happy with that is because I know you. And I know the voice and tonality in which that you're saying that. And based on the words you've said there, it sounds soft shell crabby. It sounds like a lowering. If not a lowering, it definitely does not sound like a... It's at, a minim, at the most mi- meeting the intensity. That what you just said there does not convey to me and increasing of the intensity because of the words you chose. When T said a push harder could be saying, look, I think we need to take this somewhere a bit more private. It's too nice. It's too nice. She just grabbed you by the shirt and started making out of you. That's too nice. That's not meeting her level of intensity at a minimum, nor increasing the intensity in your push move. So while I agree on a very surface level that you selected the right move, to make things more private, to go down onto the beach, to go down onto the beach and get a little bit more private, to go into the water together, to go into the bar if you want. If you're at a beachside bar, just go down to the beach, right? I definitely agree with you on that. But the execution of it tells me that you haven't really grasped the concept itself or the core of the concept, which is that it's not about the words. It's about the energy and the intensity underneath your push and move back. That's what's happening with a push and pull. Your pool is not quite there. Your pool harder, it's when you said pull harder could be, wow, you really want this, but I don't think I can make out of you right here. It's not hard enough. That's what's the issue with your answer. It's right in the sense that it is a pull move because it's still showing direct interest, but it's taking energy away. It's just not hard enough. I need something harder. Remember, we're always increasing the intensity in a sequence of three. Okay, T comes in saying, ha, ah, ha, ha, rest in peace. Okay, <laughs> rip. T then comes in to say, push harder, 2.0. This is his reiteration. He's going to try and learn from himself here. He goes, push 2.0, push harder, 2.0. Could be grabbing the hand and walking out to the beach away from the bar. Yes,
1: that's what I'm talking about. All right, Bunta. <laughs> yes,
0: sir. All right, talking. Yes. Good. Good. I know I had to give you the answer essentially, but the fact that you came up with the words yourself, well done. Well done. Need a little help, but we got there. That's what I'm here for. Well done. So why is T correct now now that he wasn't correct before? Because he has actually increased the intensity of his push move. When you push on a girl and she responds with a push move that is harder in intensity than your original, she does that because she wants to create the gap in which that you would push harder back. That's why she would do that. She would not push harder back at you after your initial push if she was not comfortable to really escalate things or push things a little bit harder in terms of your sexual attraction and your sexual intimacy. She's conveying to you, take me, lead me, show me what you got, boy. That's what it is. If she didn't want that, she has a host of other options. She could still push back with a push move, but it would just be of meeting your energy or maybe even lower energy. It could be a pull move, but meeting or lower energy. It could be a response, God forbid, push or pull response, which actually shuts down the interest or at least just keeps it at the same pot spot. But that's not what she chose in our example. What she chose in our example was to push move hard back with harder intensity than what you initially gave her, which is what so many soft shell crabs, Mr. Nice Guys, just fuck up again and again, is that when a girl pushes hard on you, She's not doing that just because she thinks it would be fun to see how you would react. She's doing that because she's trying to create a gap in which that the energy would be allowed for, for you to come back harder, to lead harder, to escalate harder, to sexually increase the intensity and flame to make this this rollercoaster sexually magical experience. Fuck, right? <laughs> That's all we're talking about. So when T comes in and says, his, his third, the third push, he pushes... By sliding in with the face, who do you think you are, whispering in her ear, she pushes back hard, grabs him by the shirt, starts making out of him. The final piece, the third key in the sequence, he comes back, just grabs her hand, takes her down to the beach, starts walking down to the beach from the bar, gets into a nice deeper bubble there. That's bang on. That's bang on. It could have been a little more sexually explicit. It could have said just throwing her into the sand and just started a wild make out, start tearing her clothes off, tearing your clothes off. I, that's what I would have liked, T. A little too soft shell crab there. Let's get sexually explicit here. But I know that's what you meant when you said take her down to the beach. Yeah, T's, a very, uh, T's a very very polite guy. He's very polite. So, But that's the way that should sound. His push harder back is, yes, take the hand, walk down to the beach, away from the bar, get into a deeper bubble, rip each other's clothes off, and just fucking light this shit up because that's what she's asking for. Right? And then, of course, if any uncomfortability happened along the way, you'd read it, back it up. For all of my hardcore feminists out there, of course, empathy always. Of course, reading the person in front of us always. But of course, if you are calibrated and reading it step by step, green signal, red signal, yellows, if you're calibrated, you're never going to overstep too poorly. Always calibrated. So T goes in then after saying the pool harder 2.0 could be dot dot not sure. Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> so I'm looking for a, a pull harder would be good if someone could give it to me. And guys, as we've found out this entire session, they struggle the hardest with the pull. They're very good with the push going forward, male mind, yep, yeah, but going backwards, pull, not good. Guys really suck at it, especially when they think about the girl. But we're not even thinking about the girl right here. We're thinking about what a male, your male in this example, pull harder response uh, move would be. Okay. Jay Nu comes in having a, having a swing at the pull harder. Jay Nu comes in saying, pull harder. The pull harder move would be you stop, look at her, and are you holding back? You can't keep me hard with just that.
1: Yeah, okay,
0: okay, Jay Nu. Back in the leaderboards here. Back in the winning board. Okay. With a, also with a wink face as well at the end of it. I think you guys could have conveyed that from my voice. Very good, JNU. Very good. So, pull harder. What has he done there? So, we're in the sequence of push and pull. First push move, slide down the face. Who do you think you are? She pushes, uh, sorry, she pushes back, starting to make out with you. JNU's given us what T couldn't give us, which is what a pull move would be, but harder, which would increase the intensity of our sexual attraction and sexual intensity here, sexual experience. JNU says, You stop. So, you stop the make out. You look at her and say, are you holding back? You can't keep me high with just that. wing face. Even better. Even better when I really slow down and we really acted out. Even better. I had to say it fast because I was reading it like word for word. But when I actually acted out, she's making out of you. You break out the make out. Look at her. Kind of like that confused dog look. Hang on. Are you holding back? You can't keep it hard with just that. A wing face, yeah, it's even better. It's even better when you actually put yourself in it and you actually act it out. Well done, Jay. That's definitely the best answer you've given this entire session, considering, and that's not even just considering that a lot of your answers have been really far off, but so have a lot of people's. This was actually a legitimately very good answer. That's, you've you've understood the principle because what is the principles of what Jay New said there? What is a pool moving foundation? A pool moving foundation is that I'm going to take the energy away while showing you I'm still interested in you. Okay. So he said that you're going to stop. You're going to look at her. Just that in and of itself is a, and yeah, this is a great segue into a very advanced use of push and pull, which we'll get to soon, which I've got a note on here as well. Actually, I barely even had to use these notes. Uh, Yes, I know this shit too well. So JNU has hit the understanding of what a pull move is at foundation. He's taking the energy away, physically stopping the makeout and just looking at her. Very good. But to convey direct interest while also pulling the interest away. Girls are very good at this, guys are not. So that's why it's even really, it's Jay's learning. Jay's learning throughout this session. He goes, you're going to say to her, are you holding back? You can't keep keep me hard just at that. What's so good about that, Jay, is because it takes into account that she instigated the makeout what you're showing me there jay is that you're reading the sequence that it's not just you're not ignoring the fact that her push move on you was that it was of a higher intensity that she instigated the makeout that is what you're reading there is that that is in fact what she did so you're actually you're actually demonstrating the next principle which we haven't discussed yet you're demonstrating the advanced principle of mountain and the sea we're going to get to the mountain and the sea in a second, but that's what JNU's kind of given us, which is why I got pretty excited about that. It's really good, actually. It's getting better as I go through it because of what I know is happening next. or about to school you guys on next. But just for now, just the fact that you were able to convey that, but there's part, part one that you understood the foundations of what the pull move was, but that's not all. I'm looking for pull harder. How to use a pull move with intensity, which T couldn't get. JNU hits it perfectly. The end of the sentence, not just are you holding back, but you can't keep me hard with just that, with a wink face, if that it just, just increases, that is just uh, just gasoline, gasoline on the flame. Right? It's so sexual. It's so playful. It's so, it's so well done. It's so well crafted because it plays on the fact that she instigated the makeout. So it's essentially telling her that in a very cheeky way that what you're doing is not good enough like in a very cheeky way, you got to step your shit up, but also adding that extra sexual connotation there. That's going to light her up. That's going to invite her. And remember Jay, remember Jay, because this is a sequence, I used the word invite at the end there and I stopped the sentence. It's a sequence of threes that I said it would invite her. And I stopped because the end of that sentence was going to be dot, dot, dot would invite her. And I think now all of, you know, push or pull, move back creates the dance between the two okay so that's a really really good good answer there t gave us the first half Janu gave us the second half well done lads very well done all right <laughs> you guys are working hard i'm working hard i'm fucking working hard with you guys here it's like the harder you guys struggle the harder it is for me because i just got to find different ways to help you guys come to these realizations but you're finally getting it or at least two of you are finally getting it and I know when two of you get it, the others will eventually pick it up as well. So well done, well done. Benjamin Button comes in saying, "Boom, baby," helping out there, giving love to the other guys. Distraccon says, what up!" You're very late, Joey Donut Man. Ben Harton comes in saying, "Chaka chaka," yes sir. Okay, so we can hear you with the mounts and the sea next. Oh wait, or am I doing what I almost did before? Where I didn't even give you guys the final wrap up the final instruction because the two students did so well ah, I think I think we're there i'll ra- I'll summarize this though because we're gonna get into some really cool shit now. We're gonna get some very very if this next stuff is more just tools it's more it's nothing I expect you to be able to do, but it's something very cool to know about that you could do it's not I'm not gonna be flame. you guys have passed the top of the mountain here. This The next session of the podcast is now coming down the mountain. You guys have fucking struggled to get to the peak. I've been dragging you by your bloody shoelaces, by your bloody bootstraps to get to the top. But you're there, and this is how we know we're there. What have we got so far under our belt? We understand what push-pull is on foundations. All right, Testing the connection. Do we see if we flow together? Are we in sync? Also, am I sexually on a physical, mental, and spiritual level connected with her and him? That's really what we're doing. That's why we use push and pull. That's its purpose. The playground in which sexual attraction is created between masculine and feminine beings. Okay. We get that under belt. Now we understand how do we micro execute push and pull? Well, there's essentially four ways. On one hand, push, pull, moves. Direct shows of intent and interest. On the other hand, negative, push, pull, responses. Either I'm uncomfortable because of me and I'm not going to give you anything nor take anything away. Push, response. Or, I'm very uncomfortable with what you're doing, complete negative, I'm going to shut this down altogether, which is a pull response. We understand the four different ways you could use push-pull. It's not enough though. We've gone through a lot of examples of what they look like, verbal, physical demonstrations. We've got all those examples, That's good. Not enough though. You need to understand why someone would choose their push or pull move. This is what we've just gotten done uh, explaining. It's taken us probably half an hour or something. Most guys, everyone here has really struggled with this. It's been very difficult to understand and it's understandable if you've never had to break this down. But now that's how you know you're learning so much if you're really being challenged on this one thing. So why someone hits back with a push move or a pull move, not talking about responses, we've already explained that, just focusing on push and pull moves, why someone hits back with that. At a minimum, even if it's not increasing intensity, it's purely because they want to see you come back with your own move. They want to see what you would do in reaction to in a hit back to. But more importantly, it's most important to understand when they not only meet your level of intensity, but increase it as in the harder. That completes the sequence. A complete sequence of sexual progression within push-pull is that the move happens, it's received, increased, either received or increased at a minimum, and then the final is given back to you to increase again. That's it. It's just bang, just the best it's best described with two fists in that I push, she pushes back, I push back again. Now that's very easy to understand, but why she makes that push back, it's so that you could have the energy and space to push back harder, which would of course light everything up, increase the sexual progression, increase the sexual attraction, increase your investment between each other, the comfort that will then build later on in the in the bubble when you go down to the beach, when you go down onto the sand and isolate together. Right, that's the sequence that's happening. Why we do that? It's because it, we create, we use push pull to create the space in which that we could push on each other or pull on each other. We use it to create that space to allow the other to express themselves sexually. That would light us up even more. That would just keep the flame stoked and not only just stoked but actually increasing in intensity. It's intensity, intensity. That is the core reason of why someone chooses their push or pull move. It always comes down to intensity, which conveys what? Intent. Desire. Do I, do I, if, if I pushed hard on her, sliding my cheek down the side of the face, whispering in her ear, who do you think you are? When she feels that, what do I desire? It's on a subconscious level, but what do I desire? If she's feeling it, I want more. I want more from this guy. Then she's going to select a push or pull move. At a minimum, it's going to meet the same intensity, e.g., listen, you already know who I am. You already know who I am, and you're such a naughty boy. You're such a naughty guy. At a minimum, that's just meeting my intensity level, but if she really, and that shows her desire, that she's comfortable with this level of intensity. But if she desires more intensity, she will push back harder. That is what you have to understand, When she pushes back harder or pulls harder, either pushes or pulls harder, as long as it's harder than what you gave her, it conveys her desire, her intent for intensity, that it tells you without her having to verbally say it, let's go up, let's go up, fucking light it up, turn it up a second, son. I can't tell you how many times I've been there both in night and day with bootcamp clients, breaking down their interactions, listening on the mics, being there shoulder to shoulder without even having to listen to the mic and watching the girl literally do a push or pull move harder and my client responding with less intensity and I'm just
1: <laughs> Oh I know oh I no. what are you doing mate what are you doing it's like you'll be there
0: you be you'll be in there in the bar me there at the bar, I'm there with my client. There's two different girls. We init- he initially opened both of them. I came in a little bit after once I found my way back to him. I, meet and I find out which one he's most interested in. They're kind of separated. They're kind of side to side on the bar. I'm with her friend off to the side, just keeping an ear in. We're kind of back to back to each other. And I'm just listening in. I can hear what's being said. And <laughs> I'm thinking about one guy in particular, but don't worry, about it. I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> and she's, uh, she's a study. She's as he's study Long, long blonde hair. And he's he's there and he's having a great time. he's in qualification. he's been doing good push moves. I've been hearing her push moves back, a little bit of pulling as well, but it's it's not really escalated much. But then finally, he makes his first attempt in the sequence of of the real push pull in the sequence of sexual attraction that really lights a flame up. this three piece sequence and in which that he made a very direct, push move that definitely increased intensity in which that he moved closer towards her. He put her arm, like they were hip to hip. He put her arm around her, right? And he just pulled her by the chin and said, hey, you just got to look in my eyes right now. You got to look in my eyes. And I'm there, I'm listening back. I'm like, yes, strong push move, strong push move. Hip to hip and hand around the shoulder, pulls the chin in. You just got to look in my eyes right now. Changes his vocal tonality. Bloody brilliant, all right? She comes back with, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Look in your eyes, like, so she, I said She—that's the last thing I hear from her. That's the last thing I hear from her is look in your eyes, and then it just stops. And I'm like, because I was in the conversation with the girl in front of me. I'm like, what? I'm like, what just happened? And then, of course, I turn behind and they're making out, full make out, full make out, right? And it's just, what would she, What did she just do, my friends? In the sequence, pushed back harder. She pushed back harder. He pushed hard. She pushed back harder. But then, then the three piece was missing. Uh, The three piece in the soda was missing in which that he didn't follow up. He didn't finish with the final piece of the sequence in which that, what do you guys think happened? If if I'm telling you it didn't finish, if he didn't finish the sequence, they just, you probably know what happened then. They just kept making out until she got bored. Until there's a little bit of make out. The kind of energy kind of died out a little bit. It's cool for a moment, but then it's like, "Mm, okay, what are we doing now? And then he's kind of just fishing the water. Just doesn't know what to do. And I've seen there going back. I'm like, don't you dare out of, it's like, don't you dare. Like I'm there. I could easily just whisper in his ear, just like, and just whisper back, push harder, push harder back. Like I could easily do that. But it's like, no, he's not going to learn. He's not going to learn. It's like one of the hardest things as a coach when you're in person is to let your clients make their own mistakes. Let them learn from pain. Otherwise they will never learn. So I'm just having to bite my tongue while I'm talking to her friend. I'm like, I know I can feel it dying. I can see the energy die. This is not good. I mean, it's good, but it's not good. And of course, what happens is she gets bored. She comes back around and says to her friend, all right, all right, Michelle, we got to get going. Be nice. See ya. And they fucking run off onto the dance floor. End of interaction. He comes back to me. He's like, Adam, I don't know what went wrong. And I'm like, I don't know exactly what went wrong. Fucking come over here. <laughs> come back over. I say, listen, when you push, what did she do? She pushed harder back. I'm like, so why didn't you push harder back? Three-piece sequence. Not that I used those words at the time, but I used different words. Conveying the same, in, the intent and energy. Which is that I just the reason why I went on this point is that it's not enough to understand, it's not enough to understand your own reason for doing push. You can be a demon of pushing. You can be a demon a demon of pulling, push or pull moving. But if you don't have the ability to consciously understand and read why she chose her push or pull move, you will constantly find yourself in these situations. In which that you're left with your fucking dick in the air. You're holding your, you're yanking your sack and you go like, what am I doing? What am I supposed to do next? It's like, we're in the makeout, but what do I, you know. And so when so many guys tell me, Adam, I just don't know how to progress my interactions when she's really into me and we're in the club or we're in the bar or we're, we're out if we're on the day two or whatever, you're at the beach at the sunset. And it's like, I just didn't know what to do next. And I'm like, when you say you didn't know what to do next, what you're essentially telling me is that you lost sight of the balance of push-pull. Because that's the stage of the interaction you're in. And what you didn't focus on was not only was whose turn is it to push or pull in terms of moves, but at what intensity was I supposed to execute that at. Now, that sounds like a lot of jargon. It's jargony because we're in the podcast. But when you're in the moment, uh, I'm sitting I'm next to the girl at the side of the bar, I pull her in close to my hip, put my arm around her, pull her chin close to me and say, you just got to look at my eyes for a second. And then that's my push move. You don't need to call it a push move. That's just what I did. I just pulled her in closer, looked in her eyes and just got sexy with it. And then she just responded even harder with sexiness going, fucking making out of you. She starts making out of you. All you would have to do in that moment is go, she pushed harder than I did. Did I start making out of her before? No, I didn't. I was at a low level of intensity even though my previous move was increased intensity relative to the previous but relative to her move she was way above she really increased this shit so push and pull someone said earlier at the beginning of this live and chat it's kind of like a roller coaster i think w said it's my, it seems like a roller coaster it is it is in the sense of that push and pull should always be leading to greater intensity as long as it's reciprocated connections reciprocated you guys are feeling each other There is no reason why in your push-pull that it should ever stagnate. It should always be leading to deeper, more intense push-pull moves. If you ever find yourself in an interaction and you're just marking time, you're you're just in pengi mode. And listen, we all find ourselves in pengi mode where you're just standing on the spot Just hands by the side, just saying the same things, doing the same things because you're too afraid to take a risk and just, yeah, 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 right? You need to cut that, that pattern of playing it safe, Mr. Nice Guy playing it safe and to use the understanding you have now of push pull, which is that as it's always calibrated on the previous move, I would never ask you to push harder than was required. You would never push harder than was required. If you look at the example I gave you on the side of the, um, of the, on the beach bar down by the, ocean, down by the ocean, when I pushed to take her by the hand from her friend and my friend off the table and seats to the side down by the ocean, like just looking over the waves, that's not that big of a push just to say, hey, come with me over to just take by the hand. Hey, let's come over here for a second. That's a small push move, yet it's still an increase in intensity. It's not that hard to do though. It's hard if you're there in the moment thinking, fuck, how am I going to get to the makeout? How am I going to get at home? Of course, you're going to overwhelm yourself because those are push moves of such intensity at the end of the graph, but you're at the beginning. So your push and pull should always be just relevant and uh, calibrated to where you are in your interaction with her. You know, the other way I refer to this is just baby stepping. It's just baby steps. And then when we got to the side of the bar, I didn't just start making it out. I didn't just try to take her home from there. It was stepping. I made a push move to step closer, side by the ear, get sexual with it in the voice. Who do you think you are? That's just a slight increase in intensity. It's not a grand move to take one step in and just whisper in someone's ear. It's not that grand. I sent I send some of the virgins out there going, it's fucking grand. I'm
1: like, it's not. <laughs> it's not a hundred Z. It's not hundred KZ. Alright, chill, chill on me. <laughs> uh, I really heard that virgin just going, just fucking grand Adam. <laughs> it's like I've never even touched a woman before you're gonna go up to a whisper her ear, that's
0: fucking grand uh, okay relative to your sexual experience that might be a little intense for you a little more intense for you but if it is a little more intense for you then you don't need to do that that's what I'm saying it's like oh, man, that's good <laughs> shit Ah, drop a thumbs up on this video just to support this video for the virgins as well. If you're enjoying this content, at a minimum drop a thumbs up because you're enjoying this content, but also please drop a thumbs up for, for my virgins who are, and I mean more like the hard case virgins, not, not the ones who are doing the good work, but the ones who are just really bent out of shape, just got bent bananas. <laughs> anyway, let me get focused on what I was ranting on there. Inspirationally, all right. It's just relative to your set point, relative to what's an intensity increase for you and for you and her in that moment. And then you always nail push pull. If you're just reading off the previous move, and if you can see things in a sequence of threes, sequence of threes. I either push or pull move. She resp- she hits me back with a push or pull move, and then. If it is harder, then I'll go harder. If it's not harder, then I'll meet her at that and then give her time to go harder. But all we're looking for is just a connected sequence of threes. I pushed, she pushed back harder, or I pulled, she pulled back harder. And then so I will either push or pull back harder. Just it's that sequence of one, two, three. When you get that, that's essentially all keys are turned. Lift the rockets up. Now, some of you might be thinking, but surely that doesn't happen immediately. No, of course it doesn't. Human beings are very complicated. They're very complicated in their emotions. At best, you'll meet a girl or if you're a girl, meet a guy who's just so socially free, who's so socially lubricated that you can go up to them, barely say a word, just look them in the damn eyes and that's it. Three moves, push, pull, push. Hard, harder, harder. That's it. And then you're down to the beach and you guys are in a deep bubble. It can happen. It can happen where you just meet the right person at the right time. It's that time of the night, it's that time of the day, and they were just—they had already met hundred people before you met hundred people before them, and they were just so free. They had no no limiting beliefs to get in the way. They had nothing to get in the way. And you guys just had that chemistry right from the beginning. That that would be push pull in literal perfection, in which that both humans get out of their own ways. There's three moves back and forward. That's it. Done. I've experienced it a few times. I've experienced it a few times for sure. It's really magical when it does happen where you literally just rock up on someone and it's done, right? However, it doesn't always, it's very rare. It's rare. I wouldn't say very rare, but it's rare. What's most likely going to happen is that you're going to have a feeling out process of push and pull back. You're going to have a feeling out in which that maybe one person is not willing to push the intensity and you need to cool your engines. You need to cool your jets because they're clearly not pushing Back harder or pulling back harder, yet they're not push or pull responding, aka negative, dousing it. So they're still in, but they just need more time. And that's what we call reading the person in front of you, conveying with empathy, direct, congruent, authentic, covering with empathy. And that's that's social dynamics in an a nutshell. In which that, you know, yes, in a perfect world, human beings would have no psychological trauma and limiting beliefs, and you would just get out of your own way and You wouldn't have to say anything. You wouldn't have to use any words. You just look each other in the eyes, convey your energy and are we right for each other or not? And you progress from there. And it would only need three moves really of push and pull back. But It doesn't always happen that way. So you need to learn how to not only read what's happening with her and what's happening with you, but how to do push pull correctly. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay, so let's take a quick break here. There's a couple of things I want to school you guys on before we move to open Q&A and then we'll do open Q&A. But yeah, like I said, support support this video. Drop a thumbs up and drop me a comment and post as well. It'll be most appreciated. That was fucking hype. That was a good rap. You guys struggled hard, but some of you did well at the end there. Some of you guys, uh, you kind of picked it up towards the end. So, my friends, I want to ask you a couple... Yeah, I said I was going to take you to the mountain and seas. I'm going to throw you guys some really easy questions. Oh, I, no, I shouldn't even say that. They are. They seem like easy questions now. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe not based on what's going on. Okay, let me just read some of the chat. I'll come back at you guys. W sends a couple clap clap emojis. Distraction says, haha, my bad bro. They've been switching up my work sketch. No worries. Good to see you checking. J New says, I'm going to have so much fun taking conscious control of these concepts. I already have tons of fun doing this without awareness. So this is going to be a freaking blast. Oh, dude. Dude, when you understand push pull consciously, like I said, you can get dark with it. But that's not what I'm Promoting what I'm promoting, and we'll finish the podcast with what I am promoting. What I'm promoting, I kind of already did, which is direct, congruent, authentic with empathy. Always, that's very general. There is a specific way to use push pull. I mean, you just have to be a good bloke about it. You don't have to be a dick about it, you know. You have to be a red pill guy about it Is what I'm saying. You don't have to be that guy. You can be. You can be green pill. You don't have to be blue pill. You don't have to be red pill. You can be green. Just a good guy. Don't have to be a dick. Don't have to be a nice guy. You can just be a good guy. Uh, Distraction says oh snap that makes sense hard push pull from her means amped up got it got it Distraction good job he then says another sticking point highlighted and corrected well maybe not corrected yet my friends you have to practice before it's corrected but definitely highlighted okay so I hit you guys with some questions because now that we've been through like I said this is more of a seminar with you guys having engagement within it this is not like our traditional podcast where we have a story that we have a particular person to wrap it up with and Make sure we're helping one person. I'm helping all of you guys here. So as a teacher would always do in your tutes and your seminars is to make sure you know this stuff. Make sure that you actually absorb some of it. I want to hit you with some rapid fire questions. I want to hit you with some uh, pop quiz, so to speak, just to ensure that you're not got huge holes in this. And if you do, I can point out where those may be. So please take a deep breath. Please have some water. Please shake it out. If you've been sitting down, I'm going to hit you guys with some, uh, they're easy questions if you've been paying attention. Okay. But this is the the end. This is towards the end of class now. Okay. So my friends, if question number one, if you're always pushing, what are you not allowing for? We'll keep it there. First question, first First of the easy questions, first of these kind of just checking off, making sure you guys understand what's going on here. In the terms of push-pull and creating sexual attraction, if you're always pushing, what are you not allowing for? What we're starting to talk about here is the balance. And once I ask you this question, the next question, we'll get to the advanced, really fun, the really advanced, it's advanced, but it's a very fun way of using push-pull, which is the mountain and the sea. So... Three questions coming at you. Question number one: If you're always pushing, what are you not allowing for? First answer comes from Ben Hyland. saying you're not allowing for room for pulling. Nope, incorrect. Nice try. You took a. You got confused on the uh, on the little on the on the words you thought it was going to be nice if you're not pushing means you're not allowing for pulling that would sound nice but it's not correct (laughs) okay who's next on Distracon says in answer to these easy these kind of wrap up questions here wrap up question number one Distracon says you're not allowing her to have the space to do her thing Distracon I'll give you money for that not hundred k zenny, but I'll give you some zenny if you had not made it so loose at the end. You began correct. The first part of your answer is correct. You said, "If if I if the question is if I'm always pushing, what am I not allowing for?" Destructo says you're not allowing for her to have space. Money, 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 zenny, zenny, zenny. But then you went on to say to do her thing, space to do her thing. You have to tell me what her thing is. You tell me what her thing is. The part one is great, but you flopped on the second. Okay. No, Zenny. J. New comes in to say, you're not calibrating and the scale can't increase from one party alone. Difficult choice of words. Very complicated choice of words, yet no less correct. You are 100% correct. J. New nails the first answer, uh, first question with a correct answer saying, you're not, so the question was, if you're always pushing, what are you not allowing for? guys. Apps are trying to update on my laptop. Hang on. If you're always pushing, what are you not allowing for? Janu says, you're not calibrating and the scale can't increase from one party alone. So very complicated use of words. Uh, If Janu, just to simplify your words there, if you can replace the word scale with intensity, much more simple and everyone else will be following along much more. But I believe when you say scale, I believe you mean intensity. Okay. I'm just going to give that to you. I'm pretty sure you mean that. And if that is what you mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what you mean, then you're on point. 100%. If you're always pushing, if you're always pushing on her, please take the example of the two fists. If I'm always pushing, all right, how can the intensity ever be increased? Because I pushed her at a certain level. I came in at this level and pushed, but I'd never let up. I kept making push moves from one push move to the next, but they're always at the same intensity. So how can the intensity of sexual attraction and an experience between you two ever increase if I never take a break, step back, let her push or pull back, push or pull, move back to Janus, The scale can't increase from one party alone. If you're always pushing, which is a big problem with guys, like I said, guys are very good with push moves. And for those of you in the chat, you all nailed push moves really easily. But if you, and probably one of your biggest problems if you are a guy is that you're always pushing. And you're always pushing on her. What does that look like? You never stop. You never stop with a qualification. You never stop with, and not just also the type of what qualification you're doing, but the intensity of it. You never increase it. It's either you never stop with what you're doing, as in some guys always moving her, always moving, cannot sit still for even a second. From the bar to the chairs, down to the dance floor, back to the bathroom, down to the side, down to the side out. Okay, now let's go back up to the bar now, to the dance floor. And it's just like constantly fucking moving. The girl just says, hey, listen, I didn't come in for a fucking marathon, right? And so it's because of that. Either that or they never increase the intensity of their push because it's the same push again and again and again and again and again. So the sexual intensity never increases. Okay. I'll just see if anyone else nailed that as well. These are not supposed to be difficult questions. Okay. Uh, Ben said, or room to breathe. Good, yes. If you're always pushing, there's no room to breathe. Good. Ivan Lopez says, if you're always pushing, you're not allowing for de-escalation. I think Ivan's on the same, when he says de-escalation, Ivan, I think you mean room to breathe like Ben. If that's what you mean, then yes. If not, I don't know what you mean. Kakashi says, you aren't allowing her to respond. Well done, Kakashi, with the first correct answer of this session. (laughs) Well done, man. Yes, that's good. You aren't allowing her to respond. Very good. JNU says, the graph, but I shouldn't get too hyped on this because these are very easy questions. These are not the difficult questions. JNU said, the graph two axis after all. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know what you mean by graph. Oh, so you said the graph has two axes after all, not graph two, but the graph has two axes. Yes. T says you are not allowing her to meet you at your level of escalation, as the others said. Uh, Not necessarily, but half right, T. Either you're not allowing her to meet you at your level of escalation, but you're also not allowing her to increase her level of intensity. Because remember, she can push back harder. Not just push back, but push harder. Or pull harder, or just pull. She has the ability to go harder than you did, as we've explored quite a bit in this podcast distract says ah damn i was hoping you wouldn't call me out on that lol okay so what i meant was room for her to add something to the interaction so you can now know how she feels and where she's at also it gets predictable distract if you had actually said that at the beginning i would have given you a hundred thousand any but you've heard to the you've heard the other students answers so i can't give that to you definitely not nice try bro uh ivan lopez says misunderstood the question correction we have to allow the response to keep pushing Not necessarily, again, you're you're half right, half wrong as T was. You don't always have to push, Ivan. There's also pull. You can pull just as hard as you can push hard, and it has the exact same effect. But we'll get to that in just a second, okay? W says, you have weird skin. It's like that shirt would just slip off, not because it's too big, no homo. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking off the point. I don't know what you're talking about, W. This, this is very light. It's just very light material. That's all it is. And also, it's very hot in here, so I'm getting quite sweaty. My skin's probably getting lubed up. And hey, don't mind that. Okay. So, my friends, that was a very easy question just to check off that you guys understand. Listen, most of you are on. All I'm looking for in this part of the Q&A is just if there are any really big red flags. As long as there are no red flags or big ones, we're good. And you guys have both basically got it. You're not all perfect with it yet, but you did... You did good with that one, okay? So, let me hit you with the next question. If you're always pushing, what are you not allowing for? Okay, let me hit you with the reverse. If you're always pulling, what can't you feel? Or slash create? No. Now, Think about what I just said before you answer, very carefully. It's an easy question, but you could get tripped up like Ben Hyland did on the words. If you're always pulling, what can't you feel slash create? If you're always pushing, you can, as you guys have said, you can neither increase the intensity nor give a chance for her to respond. Yeah, it's true, it's good. But let's flip the perspective. If I'm always pulling, pull moving, pull moving, not responding, pull moving. If I'm always pull moving, either harder or at this different intensity or just at the same intensity, but I'm always doing pull moves, what can I feel slash create if I'm always pull moving? We've just gone on if I'm always pushing. You guys did pretty well with that. Don't overcomplicate this. It might seem a little more complicated, than it is, just because I changed the words a little in terms of what can't you feel, what can't you create. But actually, again, this is not supposed to be a very difficult question. This is, don't overcomplicate it. The is not stupid hard. If I'm always doing pull moves, which is what? Showing interest, but taking the energy away. What can't I feel slash create? Okay, Ben Harlan comes in for the first answer, saying, you can't feel the moment, because you're always thinking about your next move and can't form a genuine connection with the girl. Ben, Ben, 99% of your answer has the right words, yet because of one section of it, it completely underpins all of it. When you say you can't feel the moment because you're always thinking about your next move and you can't form a genuine connection with the girl, part one of your answer, zenny. Part three of your answer, zenny. But the middle part is the wrong reasoning. So guys, you always hear me say this in social Q&A. You can give me the right answer for the wrong reason. It's still the wrong answer. That's what Ben's just given me. Ben, you've given me the right answer for the wrong reason. When you said you can feel the moment, you can't feel the moment because you're always thinking about your next move. That's why it's wrong. You've given me the right answer. You can't feel the moment, can't form a genuine connection with a girl. That's fine. That's, that's, that's perfect. But the reason is wrong. It's not because you always think about your next move. In fact, if anything, when you're always doing pool moves, you're actually less likely to be thinking about what the next move is because of the nature of what a pool move is. So that's disappointing. That's disappointing because you could have got hundred thousand zenny there if you gave me the right answer. By the way, guys, we haven't had a single hundred thousand zenny answer this entire session. That's just brutal. That is absolutely brutal considering the last three social Q and As have had three hundred thousand zennies in each session. There have been nine hundred thousand zennies in the last three sessions. None in today. That's how difficult. That's how much of a struggle has been today for you guys. Okay, question was. And Ben got so close, but then I guess so far as well because of his reasoning. Kakashi comes in with the answer to, if you're always pulling, what can't you feel slash create? Kakashi says, always pulling results in the girl not being able to push. That's true, Kakashi. That's a nice takeaway, yet not the core. That's a subsidiary. That's That's a nice little decoration on the mantle here. That's a nice little side apple. You've given me a side apple. It's definitely not the mother. That's not the mother apple. It's definitely correct. And I don't like it. It's a good angle, but it's not the core of it. Because remember I said, if you, I led you, the reason why these questions are a lot easier is because I'm leading you into the answer. When I say, if you're always pulling, what can't you feel slash create? So Kakashi, you've kind of not actually listened to the question altogether. You've just kind of spoken out loud, but I kind of like what you said there. Just not to this question. W says, not being in the moment to feel that attraction grow. If you're always pulling, not being, what you can't feel is you can't feel the moment and feel the attraction grow. Nah, it's like, yeah, it's like similar to other answers, W. It's too general. Like it's generally correct, but not specifically, which makes it incorrect. Because it's just not... It's neither here nor there. It's You're in the right forest, but not in the right tree. And definitely not the right apple. In the right forest, though. Destracon says, if you're always pulling, then depending on where she's at, you'll either lose her interest, or if she makes a move, it's not going to land properly. It's like... And then he goes on to say, so you're not going to feel the vibe right. Distract <sighs> on. It's the way you phrased it that lets me know that you're still kind of struggling with it. It's while you're actually the closest out of everyone so far, it's still not there. It's not as clean as I would like it. You said, if you're always pulling them, depending on where she's at, you either lose her interest or if she makes a move, it's not going to land properly. You're, you're correct on that, but you're not really telling me why. You've kind of conjectured that you're not going to feel the vibe right, but that's way too general. So I like your description of what always pulling does. You're definitely right on that, but that's not the question. The question is not, if you're always pulling, what does that do? That's not the question. The question is, if you're always pulling, what can't you feel slash create? You're close though. Like you're close. Just not there. Jay New comes in saying, I'd say it's similar since you still lack calibration since there's no energy to take away if she doesn't make a move herself. Yeah, it's not really an answer. Uh, I'm not sure. There's no point to that. You just kind of talking out loud. Ivan says, you pull to the point where there's no fire left.
1: Fucking Ivan. <laughs> Ivan, come on. you got to use a word.
0: Just not fire. <laughs> if every, All of your sentence there is so good. Your sentence is so good. It's a very basic sentence. It's very simple. I like it. That's why I like it, but you just need to switch the word fire out. If I'm always pulling, what can't I feel slash create? You said you pull to the point where no fire's left. You just need to switch one word out, but it's actually, it's more than just switching one word out because in order to switch that word out, you have to completely shift your mindset because your mindset is that you've contradicted yourself because you've used the word fire, which uh, which is a push move. When we push, we create fire. When we pull, so this is something, you're so close there, Ivan. When you get to it, when you get to the final answer to this question, which it won't take long because it's a very small, easy question, you're really close, Ivan. Really close. But maybe not because of the way that you're using the word fire, but the sentence is very close. Ben says, oh, shucks. Ivan says, can come off as just fooling around. Yeah, it's true. T says, you can't create pushing back harder if people keep pulling back harder, the intensity will never increase. Uh, you're correct in the same way Destructon's correct. You're just describing kind of what happens, but you're not just answering the question of what can't you feel slash create. You guys, I keep saying it again and again, like a broken record. The question is, I've even got it written right here. If you're always pulling, what can't you create? Sorry, what can't you feel slash create? I've said it right five times. That was the first time I fucked it up. But what can't you feel slash create? That's all you guys need to answer. Ivan was the closest. You're not wrong, T. And Sam's distractor is not wrong. You're generally correct, but not specific. And it's not really describing... You're describing kind of which is what's happening. Jay says there's no dance. A dance partner becomes dead if You're always pulling. Yep, you're all right there. But you're just describing what's happening. You're not saying what you can't feel slash create. Distractor says, like, you can't have attraction. That's true, but it's still not the right, still not right. Uh, Distractor says, because if you're pulling back, then you can't really feel it for her. Okay, so, again, this, why am I not surprised?
1: (laughs) Why am I not surprised
0: that of the easy wrap-up questions, everyone goofs on the one that asks them to think in reverse? This entire podcast has been everyone getting fucked up on the pulling aspect. You guys have been good with the push. You nailed the push in the last question. Again, every, in fact, this entire podcast, just keep goofy on the pulling aspect, whether it's pull move or pull response. You guys have been so bad with this. I just got to call it what it is. Ivan was the closest. Let's go back to Ivan because I'm not going to spend any more time on this. Ivan says... can you pull to the point where there's no fire left. Why I was so close on Ivan is because of one word he used that was just not correct, but the rest of it was. If Ivan had changed his answer to the question of, if you're always pulling, what can't you feel slash create? If Ivan had changed his answer from, you pull to the point where there's no fire left, change that to you pull to the point where there's no tension left. No tension. Now, see, Ivan, you can see why you were only one word off, but actually the difference between fire and tension is two complete different mindsets. Fire is push, tension is pull. Okay, there's... Let's break it down because obviously you guys are really struggling with this. So, if you're always pulling, what can't you feel? If I'm always doing pull moves, which does what my friends from the foundations of this podcast, go right back to second one. We take energy away. We pull the energy away. If I'm always pulling the energy away, I get further away from her which means I can't feel the tension. I'm so loose. There is no tension in the line of attraction, sexuality and energy between us because I've rolled it
1: out so far that I can whip it.
0: There's so much slack in the sexual energy between us because I've been pulling and pulling because every time I go to open my goddamn mouth, it's always a pulling move. Which is, let's give an example. It's always, yeah, see, I, I don't know if we would be right for each other. You know, you, you're kind of cute, but I don't know if we're right for each other. That's a pull move. She comes back by saying, what, what do you mean we wouldn't be right? How do you know that? And say, you're the one who came up to me. So she pushed on me. And then I, for some reason, when she pushed on me, pulled again by going, nah, nah, see, listen, you're that kind of, you're like that netball girl. And I'm just not sure if I'm into netball girls. Okay, that's a bit weird because she just pushed on you which showed direct interest, yet you pulled two times in a row. That's a bit weird. If she's going to put if she's really into you and she's just going to put up with that fundamental mistake, she might give you one more at bat. She'll push again because she can only push if she's interested. That's the definition of a push move or you might think, what if she tried to do a pull pool move, pool move of showing interest in a different scenario? Yes, not in this scenario because of the flow of the interaction, because of how it's being dictated. She's only, she's only responding to my flow and to my dictation of the pace being set. I'm setting this pull pace, which is definitely asking her to push in. So she might have one more at bat. And go respond to my netball comment. Go and say, listen, netball girls are sexy. Net- netball girls will blow your fucking mind. You have no idea, boy. And then if I pull one more time, I pull again for a third to go, listen, I was always, I was just shit at netball. And actually, you know what? I'm not really the, you know, sporty girls, aren't they like a little bit kind of a little bit messed up in the mind? You know, sporty girls, that's all they do. You know, it's so boring. Pull, it's like another Pull. And it's like to the point of where that when you do so many pulls in a row, you can't even feel the interest within it. That's what you've seen in consecutive pulls. The first pull was actually still was a great pull move in which I still showed her interest. You know, it's just like, listen, you, you, I, I don't know if we're right for each other. You're kind of cute, but I don't know if we're right for each other. There's still good sexuality there, still good sexual tension. But then as I pulled for a second, right? And she goes, what do you mean you don't know if we're right for each other? It's like, you're the one who come up to me. Good push. I come for a second pull. The sexual tension naturally went a little bit lower. And I just said, Ah, but Nepal, girls, like you're going to see like you're in a Nepal. I'm not sure if I'm really into that. The sexual intensity went down because of a doubled up move, especially with pulling away. And then finally, she was good enough of a girl to push one more time to say, Listen, you don't fucking know me. You don't even know I could blow your fucking mind with Nepal with my Nepal skills. And then I pull for a third time, which has just completely taken the tension tension out of the interaction because the more you pull the less tension there is in the sexuality what was the third thing that i said it's like nah it's, listen sports girls they're kind of like oh, that's all they do you know they're a little bit messed up in the mind aren't they like that's just all they do they're gonna be boring it's like there's no sexuality in that at all it's purely just a pull it's not even a pull move within the space of the playground of sexual tension why because you pulled so many times in a row And that's what happens if, to the question of, if you're always pulling, what can't you feel? It's a natural mistake that guys make in which they heard some guy on some pickup channel say, just keep dissing the girl, keep fucking negging the girl, and you'll make her love you, bruh. That's what these pickup guys are trying to tell you. But then, and so you go out there thinking, oh, I'll just keep pulling. And because what is a neg? What is a neg, a negative comment that would to in a playful way, take down her social standing in the old PUA terms, right? If you're always dissing a girl, always doing disses or negs, they are of the species of a pull move within push-pull. But if you keep doing them, you lose all sense for the tension in the interaction because you got so far away because you never pushed back in. And finally, Distracron came in saying, oh, shit, fucking tension (laughs) Yeah, it's like you guys struggle so hard with thinking about the reverse about about pull stuff it's amazing I'm learning so much about the male psychology right now but it's brilliant hopefully you guys fucking learn something then hopefully you learn that what should have been a very easy question because you all nailed the first one well most of you nailed the first one if you're always pushing what are you not allowing for Either an increase in intensity or room for her to push back. You guys did well with that because you're guys. You understand pushing. But you all failed on pulling. If you're always pulling, what can't you feel? You can't feel the sexual tension because you get so far away. You lose all touch. And you turn her off as a result. I bet some of you right now are going to Captain Noddy Land and you're just going, "Mm mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you're just like nodding away going so fucking makes so much sense now it's like it's such an easy concept to understand once you know because it's like of course if i just keep pulling away i'll lose tension on the rope of course right come on guys (laughs) but when you apply it to social situations this is a different thing and i give you the examples of consecutive pull moves in terms of real social dynamics oh boy okay so okay I said I was going to ask you three questions that would lead us or two questions that would lead us to the third, which is the mountain and the sea. The mountain and the sea. The final question here with mountain and sea is, well, first I should probably explain what the mountain and the sea is. Uh, maybe I'll do that at the end. No, do that at the end. But hold up, just coming into the chat here. I'll just read some of these. Jay New says, some are your pull examples. Didn't even express that direct interest, or at least didn't increase it while continually pulling, right? So, Jay, that's literally what I just explained. I said that as you pull more, your sexual intent just drops off naturally. The first one, the first pull move, had tons of sexual intent and showed direct interest. What was it? It was listen. I'm not even sure if I'm into you, like you're cute, but I'm not even sure. No, no, I'm not even sure if you're right for me. I'm not even sure if you're right for me. You're cute. I'm not even sure if you're right there's a lot of interest being conveyed there in a pulling way but then as we pulled more as you see the intent gets lower and lower to the point where it's obsolete then eric then comes in saying what's confusing is that you've established that pulling increases intensity too because it's still a statement of interest so losing tension makes sense but not the distance let me say it again what's confusing is that you've established that pulling increases intensity too there, so what you're getting confused on there, Eric, is you're thinking about one pull move, which is true. 100% agree with you. One pull move increases intensity as long as it's intended to do so. What I'm saying is, and what you guys got so confused on, is this: if you're always pulling. The question Eric and Jay knew was not if you do one pull. That wasn't the question. The question was if you're always pulling which is why I gave you a perfectly laid out example of three consecutive pulls with no pushes interspersed between them. What happened, Eric, was that as I pulled, pull one had intensity. It increased the sexual tension. It gave her this idea of that, oh, he is actually into me, but he's given me a bit of stick on, a bit of intensity on the end of it, giving me a bit of sharpness on the end of it, saying, but I'm not sure if we're right for each other. You're cute, but I'm not sure if we're right for each other. But then I pulled again, right? Saying, I'm not sure if I'm into Nepal girls, but the intensity went down because it was a doubled up move. So I'm not sure what you're confused on if this is just a too much of a confusing concept for you, but all I'm saying is that it's consecutive pulls that take away the sexual tension. That's all it is. That's I'm not sure why that's complicated, why that seems complicated to you guys or confusing. It might just be something you need to revisit cuz I literally couldn't explain it any more simply than that. You do consecutive consecutive pushes lead to the ability or the inability for a woman to be able to either push back or increase the intensity of a push back, consecutive pulls, which is obviously no good, and consecutive pulls lead to complete slack lining of tension sexually because as you pull more consecutively, tension goes down and you can't feel it anymore. That's it. W says, nodding land, Good one. Okay, so at least someone gets this. Okay, good. I'm sure there are a lot of people getting it, but I think when you've been in a session for so long and you've just been taxed mentally, maybe these things aren't just clicking anymore, not getting in. Also, as I've been saying this entire session, males really struggle with the pool aspect. We've seen this entire session. <laughs> DistractOn says, it took me a while to paragraph something to explain. Hang on. It took me a while paragraph. I think he means whole. It took me a whole paragraph to explain something summed up in a word. Shake my head. <laughs> That's why DistractOn, I, I was like, you were there. like You were close, but not quite. Not quite, just do wordy. That's all right, man. It's okay. So, moving on to the next section here <sighs> Mounted in the Seas. So, this is something that I said that I will wrap with because it's not something that if you don't, and I've seen a lot of people in this session, but some people, like the guys who listen to this in post, the other 100, 150 guys that will listen to this in post, you might be listening to this going, maybe I am, maybe I do get all this. Maybe it's just the guys live here that are struggling with this particular section. You guys have been on in some points, but really off in others. But there might be someone listening to this going, I get all of this. I get this push-pull. Surely there's some way to have fun with it though. Surely there's some way to, if you understand the fundamentals, is a common saying. It's like, know the fundamentals so that you can break them. And there's definitely, that rule applies in here. And I would it would be remiss of me to finish a seminar on push-pull with not offering the grass on the other side of the hill or offering the final horizon of how to use push-pull in a fun way, in a way in which that it's not so mechanical, uh, cognitive, in a way that's just so predictable, right? It's, it's a, there is definitely a way in which that I call it the mountain and the sea. And some of you, one of you actually, uh, one of you alluded to this without even knowing about it. One of you, I said, gave me an answer. It might have been Ben, gave me an answer that actually spoke to the mountain and the sea but we were definitely not ready for it. So let me just disclaimer this. If this session has been too difficult for you, if you're just not really getting it, disregard what I'm about to say for now. Like it just doesn't mean anything until you get the basics handled. But once you get the basics handled and you learn to get a wrap on push and pull moves, push and pull responses, you get to understand why you choose the push or pull move, why she chose the push or pull move, and that you get to understand intensity and the sequence of three moving through the intensity back and forward. And also if you can understand why it's not good to always push and if you can understand why it's not always good to pull in consecutive moves, that's everything you need to understand. There's something more, okay? And what's something more is mountain and the sea. Here's a question for you guys. This will help you to understand mountain and the sea. When she expects the push, what should you give her? When she expects the push, what should you give her? That would be the low-hanging fruit question. The more advanced question of that version of that question would be, when she expects the push, what should you give her and why? It might be more than enough for some of you to just answer the the low-hanging fruit version of that question because I've set my bar too high, I realize, in this session. I see people really struggling with this and I thought it was basics. Well, it is basics. Everyone should know. Everyone should have at least a fundamental concept understanding of push-pull. But it just seems that it's a different thing when people have to explain their answers to it. So, I give you two different levels to it. Easy question. When she expects the push, what do I give her? What should I give her? When she expects the push, what should I give her? More advanced version of the question. When she expects the push... What should I give her and why? If you can explain why, that's a whole rounded answer. If you can just tell me what she expects at this point in the podcast, I'll just be happy if you could just tell me what.
1: <laughs> but
0: try and test yourself. Try and don't don't give up yet. I always hold I always hold faith that some of you are going to finish a session strong. That you won't uh you won't completely give up because that's always happens across social Q and A's in which that people who start off getting things wrong, they just give up throughout the session. But you know, it's always, that's why I always respect guys that start off or maybe have up and down classes, but they always write it out to the end. They keep trying to give their best answers to the end. I respect that way more than someone who gets a hundred thousand, answers answer and then just pieces out. Okay. T comes in saying, it's like Newton's cradle, the metal bowl pendulum thingy. Yeah. Yeah. Push and pull is very similar to that for sure. Only what I would adjust to that T, that analogy, is that it's like Newton's Cradle with the metal ball pendulum swing back and forward, hitting each other, is that every time one hits the other, the pendulum would increase. It would go up a level. It would just get higher by like a meter. That's, that's the only adjustment. W says, how would you learn this and when to use this? That's what we've covered this entire podcast. Actually, no, no, no I'll wrap up towards the end. Uh, practical application in terms of the actual drilling of push-pull. That's a good question, W. My apologies. That's a good question. It's just that when you said, how would you learn this? I'm like, that's what we've been doing this entire session. But I think what you mean is, uh, yeah, in in person, in the real world. I'll finish with that. Good question. Smacks Vault comes in saying, I just tuned in. What's going on? That's a terrible question. <laughs> Come back. Come back on the replay, man. We're way deep. Uh, T says, T says, pull do the opposite of expectations because it creates more excitement and emotional impact.
1: Yes, yes, that's 100,000 Zeddy. Ha (laughs) ha, yes, yeah, that's it, T. Finally, finally, how many hours? Almost four hours, in T. We hit
0: the first 100,000 Zeddy answer, which is an answer that is right off the bat. But even more than that, the reason why it's 100,000 Zeddy is because you hit the advanced level version of the question. And you didn't just hit the low hanging fruit. Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: I thought we were going to get a session when no 100000 centi rewards were given out. Fucking yes, T. Fucking yes. That's what I'm talking about. So to the question. And like I said, if you, if you were struggling in this session, you could disregard this because it's not really going to apply anyway until you get the foundations ingrained. But the, it's an advanced thing to, to understand the fundamentals of push-pull but then to have fun with it. And so I say, mountain and the sea. If she expects the pull, sorry. If I expect, if she expects the push, what should I give her? That was the question. If she expects the push, what should I give her? Low hanging fruit would just be to tell me what you should give her. T says pull. You should give her a pull. Nailed it, absolutely. But more importantly, why? Why would be? And if to the degree of your answer would tell me is it hundred thousand zenny or not? And T fucking nails it. He says if she expects a push, I will give her the pull because I want to do the opposite of expectations because it creates more excitement and emotional impact. You hit two keys there, T, actually three. Opposite of expectations, absolutely, right? You throw her a curveball, you throw her a change up, you throw her something that she is not expecting. It keeps things alive, it keeps things fresh. But then more, more importantly to your words, you say it creates excitement and emotional impact. Your final two words there, emotional impact, when you give her what she did not expect, it hits her on an emotional level, unlike anything else you could have done that she would have expected. T, you could, if she expects a push and you give her the push, that's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's just not as good. It's not a problem. It's still the right move. If, she, if she's expecting a push, why T, why? since you're really on with this, if she expected a push, why would she expect that push? Because she just pulled. Yeah? She would only be expecting a push from you if she just pulled. So let's take me, take me back to the beach sidebar. All right? She just pulled. I was down by the, I was down, would we'll take me back to the ear stage. I was whispering in her ear saying, who do you think you are? I would basically eyelash to eyelash, or you're that close to each other, whispering sexy in her ear, who do you think you are? That was a push from me. She naturally responds with a pull. All right? And let's say that she literally takes her head back And she just looks me in the eyes and go, listen, you think you're some hot shit, aren't you? You think you are some hot shit. And she says it just like that, looking in the eyes. That's a pull move. That's a pull move, right? She's in the sexual intent, the sexual desire. She's still interested and she's hitting me with a good bit of bite. She's like, you think you're some hot shit, aren't you? Now, it's not in a downward negative tone. It's not like she's trying to leave the situation. She's just looking back to look me in the eyes and just hit me with some more of that attitude, that sassiness, right? That's a pull move. So what would she expect? A push. She pulled so that she would expect a push. Fundamentals what we discussed in this podcast. When when T said, now T, you understand, the push, she expects a push and it would not be wrong for me to push onto her, to push move because that's what she asked for. That's what she expected. So what would the push move be there? And she's like, hot oh, shit. It's like, well, listen, this is what you signed up to. And then you go in and make out. That's a brilliant, bang, great push move. But it is what she expected. It is what she expected. So there is one level above that to go against the expectation. When she expected the mountains, you gave her the sea. Yeah. So let's, let's follow the example there. It's like T didn't give us an example but I was still going to give him 100000 anyway because the explanation was so good. The explanation was so good of emotional impact. So let me just run it home then. Let's run it home. She, she hit me with a pull. Pulled back. You think you're some hot shit, aren't you? You think you're some hot shit. And she expects a push. And the question was, if she expects a push, what should I give her? And this is just, it's not to say that doing a push would be wrong. It's definitely not. It's just not the best. The best would be to offer a pull harder, harder, not just a pull though, not a pull move. What would a pull move be? Maybe just a meter at the same level and say, no, you're the one who thinks it's hot shit. You're the one who thinks you're so good, right? That would still be a pull move. It's not bad, but it's not really increasing the intensity. It's just meeting it. So you're still just marking time there. It's not bad, but it's not great. It's not definitely not great. It's definitely not good, but it's not bad, right? But if you were to go with a, pull harder move to her response to your push you think you're some hot shit aren't you a pull harder move (laughs) this is classic absolutely classic you gotta just be with me here in the moment so we're here with a girl she's literally we're, we're chest to chest eyelash to eyelash i've been in there whispering and we've been whispering in her ear so you think who do you think you are she pulls back saying you think you're some hot shit aren't you We're literally body to body. We're hip to hip. You have to feel this. We're looking at each other's eyes. She's hitting me with that fire. The pull harder, I would literally walk away. I would literally just go, all right.
1: I would literally walk
0: away. Give her the, just, and really believe it. Really fake it. And the word fake comes in because that's how you know it's a pull harder and not a pull response, but a pull move. Which is that really make her believe for a split second that I'm out. And I just literally go, nah,
1: and just walk straight off.
0: You know, I started laughing then. And because that is the response that happens. What will happen if you become a practitioner and you get into this space and you just, you, you feel this, is that she will literally grab your hand and she will start cracking up laughing. She will grab your hand, pull you back in hard, and then huge makeout goes in. I, if you have not, if you have yet to practice this in real life, where you're at the cusp you're at the climax of heat between you and her, just as you can feel you're so close, you're about to make out, and you shut it down. You just absolutely shut it all down for a split second, where you just give her the idea that this is done for a complete second. It is the ultimate mountain and the sea. When she expected the mountain, you gave her the sea, but at the same time, it was increased in intensity. And hopefully, you can see that, T, that it wasn't a pull move was not enough. A pull move when she expected a push was not enough. You have to be pull harder. You have to step it up. You have to really increase that intensity because some of you might think if you're not clued in on this, but hang on a second, isn't walking away from her showing her that I'm not interested? In any other scenario, yes, but you have to take in the context of where we are. We're hip to hip. I was just whispering in her ear one second ago in the most sexual tone, Who do you think you are? And she hits me back with a, with a pull of her own, which would naturally make me want to go harder. And she could probably feel the blood and heat coming off my arms as I'm holding her. And we're so close. And then you shut it all down for a second and you just go, ah, and you just literally walk away. Every time she will pull you, she will dig her fingernails into your shoulder to the back of your neck, pull you back in because she knows you're jokey. She knows that you're not being real, but that is what makes it such a hard move. What makes it so hard because it's like, this guy fucking gets it. He's like, he fucking gets it. He's He's playing with me here. He's trying to fuck with me here. And it's so sexually attractive when a guy can give her the mountains when she expected the sea. It's so sexually attractive when he has such conscious command and control of social dynamics that he can play with the social dynamics. He can break the rules because he knows the rules. That is what I'm talking about. So while T couldn't give me that example, I, I would give him fucking 500,000 zenny if he'd given me that example, but I would never would expect anyone in this in this chat to give me an example of a pool harder of the mountain and sea version, unless maybe Joe Elvin. Joe Elvin maybe is one of the only guys in this chat that I know could probably do that, just off the bat, just because Joe is also uh, he also practices a bit of coaching in this space. But you have to be a deep practitioner of mountain and sea push and pull to know what a pull harder would be. So T, T specifically, because you got $100,000 for the answer, you did really well on that. When you said, to the answer of the question, if she's expecting a push, what should I give her? T says, pull. Do the opposite of expectations because it creates more excitement and emotional impact. The reason why it's hundred thousand zenny is because I know you said pull, you didn't say pull harder, but you add you added on the end, create more excitement and more emotional impact, which tells me you were in the mind of pulling harder. While you may not have known what it would look like to pull harder, that's hundred thousand zenny enough. That's a brilliant answer. Well done. And please, just in the chat, T, please let me know if the pull harder example makes sense to you, at least logically. For people who are not practitioners, if you've never been out there, if you've never been in that heat with a woman and then just shut it down in a second to see what her response is, you would never... It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't feel right. But it's, just, it's, a, it's a thing, though, but if any of my guys who are listening who are deep practice, practitioners, you go, I do, Adam, I do that all the time. I just didn't know that was called Mountain and Sea. And that's what I'm talking about in this push and pull. I said at the beginning of the podcast, a lot of you are probably doing push and pull to a minimum degree. You probably know some of it on an internal level. You just don't know how to export it. You don't know how to convey that into words. This is it conveyed into words. Some of you have probably done the mountain and sea where things were at such a high stake and you took them even higher and gave her the complete opposite. And it just created even more tension. It created more sexual polarity. It just fucking lit her up because you were toying, you were playing, you were reading the social dynamics to such a degree that it's just like, who is this guy? Who is this fucking guy? Who's this guy fucking think he is? I need, to, I need to fucking pull him in line. That's her mindset. I'm going to make, this, make it out of this guy right now. So, well, yeah, that's good shit, T. That's good shit. Not only because your answer was great, but it allowed me to really go into a great... You, we, we, we tag team that. That was a really good team, team up there. We helped each other. That's good. Distraction then goes on saying, right, now we're talking about interactions. Pushing is making in advance and pulling is like giving her a bit of a shit test. Right now, it's just a wrap-up questions. Yeah, on you're a bit off of that, but you weren't here since the beginning, so you got to go back and watch the principles. Uh, Kakashi says, give her the opposite. Mm-hmm. Jay Nu says you should push or pull back but harder. Go eve go eve go every, go even, I think he means further beyond. Plus ultra. Properly calibrated, of course, because you want to keep the tension and intensity building between you. Jay, (laughs) your your answer is so close, but it's so far off because of one word. And I think you know the word of what I'm talking about. Jay knew is very close when he says you should push or pull, but back harder. Just take out the word push, Jay. If she expects you to push, you didn't. the best is to give her the opposite of pulling back, but harder, and everything else you just said, money. But the fact that you said push, hopefully you can see what you need to learn from there. Again, like I said, Jay, it's not the wrong move to push when she expects a push. It's just not the best. Otherwise, the rest of what he says is great. Eric then comes in to say, give her the pull because she'll want the push so much that she'll increase the intensity of her push to force your push. Very wordy, but yes. Worded, a little bit complicated. Could be said a little more simply, but yes. JNU then comes in to say, do what excites. <laughs> Ivan says, the pull. To show her I'm aware of the game we are in and keeping the fun. Yes. Kakashi says, give her the pull because it surprises her and keeps things interesting. She will be inclined to stay in the interaction. Yes. Uh, maybe, uh, yes, except for the last sentence. I'd uh, Omit the last sentence. It's not about just being inclined just to stay in the interaction. We give her the mountain when she expects to see because it's going to fucking light her up. It's going to be more than just stay in. The says, if she expects it, then I say push, but like, be subtle about it, like a small push. Nope. No, nope, far, very far off for the same reason that uh, Jay knew was Well, far off in the sense that that's not what we're looking for. That's a, like I said, push is fine. It's just not the best. I'm looking for the best. That's what I'm looking for, the mountain and the seas. T says in capitals, it's zenith. <laughs> yeah, only one person in this session got 100,000 Zeni so far. But we're basically at the end here. Smack comes in saying, RIP T. What do you mean RIP? RIP you. T's not dead. T's alive. T's at the top of the leaderboard. Distract says, damn, I was going to say that. I thought pool was a low-hanging fruit. Aha, uh-huh, I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, you're far off, bro. It's okay. Uh, a lot of people have been. Everyone's congratulating T. Bet Howard says, let's go, T. <laughs> Distract says, nice one, T. Everyone says, chill, lads, lameo. Uh, smack says, kind of sad. You guys don't know the basics, lol. Hey, Smack, you're talking a lot of Smack. I haven't seen You just came in. How dare you talk Smack to the other guys when you haven't even beaten this session? I'm, if you talk any more smack, I'm kicking you out of this session. That's so disrespectful to the guys who have been struggling hard. You haven't even been here for the struggle. You don't, you can't talk shit. All right. Any more from you and you're out. Ivan says anything that's not supportive, you're out. Ivan says learning is a never ending process, my man. Exactly. Exactly. T says no hate, please, smack. Everyone here is here to learn. Yeah. Exactly, Smack. I'm not sure where you came in with that comment. How dare you? How dare you? Everyone else is just going on Smack saying, you don't even know what's going on, so stay quiet. Yeah, 100%. T comes in saying, okay, thank you for the feedback, Adam. That makes sense. Shackle says, yeah, that's what's been getting me. I've got to work on putting the stuff into words better. T says, another example of pull harder might be making a girl edge during a sexual climax, taking it away from her just before she orgasms as a tease. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. T, the reason why that's even more brilliant is because in my notes here, I was going to take you guys into a sexual play, into the sexual play example. We've kept it at a cold interaction, but I was going to play push and pull within literal sexual intimacy when you're actually back at the bed with each other. That's a great example right there. Well done. You 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 clicked in now. You definitely clicked in. Distractor says, also I was telling the guy that just Oh, yeah, I know what you say. You're, you're alright, bro. Okay. Magician says, Hey and will you do a QA? Uh that's what we're doing right now, bro. But we're getting towards the end of the seminar part of this open Q&A, of this live Q&A, and we'll get to open Q&A soon enough. It comes in a little bit later though. I'm going to wrap it up here. So, W had asked a really good question before, which I kind of flamed him on, and I apologize because I think I just read it not right. I definitely boo-booed there. I think I just was too much caught up in the energy, but actually his question was pretty good on how do you actually practice push and pull, or how do you use it in, I think he meant in the real world. Not that he said that, but I think that's what he means. So the final part of my of the of this section is how do you actually improve your push pull? And that's essentially what Smack is asking. The final part here is how do you improve your push pull? If you understand the fundamentals, understand the foundations, you've been dragged through the mud of this session as I've dragged you through the barbed wire, some of you. And now you understand push and pull moves, push and pull responses. You understand why someone would choose those moves or responses. And now you even understand the, the actual breaking of the rules. You actually understand when you command the fundamentals, how can I actually have fun with them? Well, mountain in the sea. I would never expect a beginner to use that. I would never expect a beginner client, client out on a first session learning push pull to give her mounted in the seas. It's too much. It's way too much. If you don't even understand how to read push pull and use it, it's like to give her the opposite of what should be done here. It's like, it's like, it's metaphysical beyond levels. It just doesn't make sense in real practitionership. Maybe here, as we're here now in the moment, that makes sense. But I can give you another example. I was out of a girl the other night and we were down by the ocean. It was like 10 p.m. We're sitting on the bench, just drenched, rugged up in a in a Himalayan rug with each other. It's super cold. We're shaking, but we're using each other for body heat. And we're just there having the time of our lives after getting out of the ocean together. And we're there on the bench, and I fucking nailed something. I guessed what age she lost her virginity, amongst many other things. It's one of the things, when you learn social dynamics and you learn about people, you just get very good at reading people and just their lives, just about the way that they are. And I guessed like a whole bunch of things right about her earlier on in our date, but at this one moment, as we're rugged up together, she was... I was, we was talking about our virginity and I guessed what age she lost her virginity. But it wasn't just that I like, took three guesses. I nailed it off the bat. She lost it at 15. I'm like, you lost your age at, vi- at 15, didn't you? Virginity at 15. And she goes, what? How the fuck do you know that? And I literally, in a pull harder move, uh, which is why I'm describing this mountain in the seas, is that you would expect, like see what she's expecting there is a push she would expect a push there of me to come closer with her because she's validated me on the fact that i was correct she pushed on me a little bit so i'll push on her that's what she's expecting well take about that she pushed on me she just gave me the sense that yes you're correct and so inviting me to come closer to her which would definitely be a push move however i didn't do that i gave her the mountain and the seas i literally got up off the bench after a little romantic bubble here and I just I just completely jumped off the bench and just started running around. I started running around, just shadow boxing, throwing left, rights, uppercuts, going around to other people, and just jumping on them, just yelling like an absolute madman, running down the 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 uh the slope that goes down to the beach to the point where she can ever see me she's laughing her eyes off this entire time just not even sure why
1: like she's like what are you doing what are you doing and I'm like I was like I'm a
0: fucking magician she's like I'm a fucking magician I guessed your virginity off the bat amongst many other things and she's like and I, I do this lapse and she's just in hysterics she can't stop laughing. And I run right back to her. She's still curled up on the bench under the blanket. And I look. I just come like straight up to her, right in her eyes, like literally right there. And I'm like, got my hands on my legs, and I'm like, do you even realize how much of a magician I am? And she just, she can't even. She just like turns away. It just, it's that kind of laughter where that laughter where you can't even laugh. Like it's that, it's that level. And so in my in typical push pull execution, a response to something like just getting something really cool like that right would just to come closer to her, push in, right? Just to say, hey, well, you know, it's like I want to get to know you even more or, uh, or, hey, you could even just kiss. That's a great moment to kiss her as well. You can push physically or verbally there. But that's expected. It's too expected. Mounted in Cs. Do the complete opposite. Run away from her. Run away from her because of how hyped you are on your own skills. And that was the other thing I said to him. I'm just like, I'm just so skilled it's like, Shay, do you even understand how skilled I am? And she's like, so, laughing so much. And of course, the sexual attraction from there just went off. It was not because I guessed the age of her virginity, because of how I used the mounted and Sea principle. She expected a push. I gave her a pull, but it was a pull harder, right? And I, and I just executed it with natural, as I naturally would, because it's a natural way of being. Now, that's a great segue into the next stage of this podcast, because the question was, How do you improve your push-pull? How do you actually practice it? How do you actually use it in real life now that we've gone through all of this great theory and uh, mental instruction? So what I just gave you was a natural tactical execution of what push-pull in the Mountain and Sea most advanced level would be to give her the opposite of what she expects. You don't need to start there though. You don't need to start there. If you're a W who doesn't really, who's really, is definitely struggled in the session amongst many others and doesn't really have an understanding of Uh, Push-pull amongst many others, I'm sure. If that's you. The first thing you need to do is that when you go out tonight or you go out today, is that you put the seed in your mind. I'm going to look at what a push move is, what a pull move is, what a push response is, what a pull response is. That's it. You literally go out in your first session and you say, I will just be aware. That's all this skill set starts with. It's just awareness. It's like making it so easy that you don't even have to do anything with it. Because if I was to send you out there and go, all right, all right, not only do I need you to be aware of push-pull moves and responses, now I need you to execute them with a flawless technique. I need you to execute them with flawless execution of timing. Uh, I need you to be doing them. If you can't read them, you can't do them. If you can't see the ball, you can't spike the ball. It's, it's impossible. It's just stupid to ask a day one beginner who's learning the body ball, the volleyball, to throw up a to, to toss up a ball, close his eyes and try and spike it. That's not what I'm asking you to do if you're trying to learn push pull. What I'm asking you to do is that if you're day 1, is to just toss the ball and watch it. Toss the ball and watch it. Watch it the entire way and come down. What does that mean in real terms? Go out, do your normal interactions, open qualification investment close, toolbox of social dynamics, run your interaction. However, watch it just watch the push and pull moves and responses don't try and actively ah, I'm gonna do a push move here ah, I'm gonna do a pull move here ah, I'm gonna push harder ah, I'm gonna pull harder ah, that was a pull response ah that was a push response and that's what I'm gonna do now ah, I'm push I'm gonna pull response here or she's I'm gonna react or respond to her pull response whatever just don't do anything with it purely observe it be aware of it if you can spend an entire session where you meet if you're in the day, Five to ten people. If you're out in the night, anywhere between ten to one hundred people, depending on how long you're out for. Just get reference, get reps of seeing. Ah, okay, that was definitely a push move on my part. But more importantly, because if you're a guy, you know when you're doing a push move. She she pulled away there. She, but was it a pull response or pull move? No, that was definitely a pull move because she's showing me interest. Okay. Now, when you're in the moment, I don't recommend doing that. It's in post. Go through your interaction, then pause. Go, come into your action, come out, and pause. What happened there? When did she pull? When did she pull move? When did she push move? Oh, oh, when she said, hey, you should come meet my friends. That was a push move. How did I respond to that? Did I pull harder? Did I pull harder? Did I push harder? Did I meet her at the same intensity? Okay, forget for now, actually, intensity is probably too much to even understand if you're an absolute beginner. Just purely toss the ball, watch it. Get into an interaction, watch it. Watch the push move, watch the pull move, see what happens. That's all I would do as an absolute beginner learning about push pull. Amongst you, I'm sure you're trying to learn many other things as well, but I would just drop the seed of be aware of it. Be aware of it. And now some of you might think, is this where in the lineage? Where in the chronology of this journey of social dynamics would one attempt to learn this? In the journey of social dynamics, the clock face of social dynamics from 12 to 12, unconscious incompetence to unconscious competence. This is definitely not from 12 to 3. If you are in this, the first stage of your journey of social dynamics, learning cold interaction, 12 to 3, push pull's not for you right? Definitely not for you. Because what is 12 to 3? 12 to 3 is unconsciously incompetent, which means you're so bad, you don't even know how bad you are. You don't even know what you don't even know. The 12 to 3 stage of social dynamics is a journey of overcoming yourself, not learning how to interact with others. You are interacting with others, but that's not what you're learning about. The learning of social dynamics doesn't come into conscious incompetence and then beyond. First stage of the journey, 12 to 3, if you're unconsciously incompetent, This has been nice. If you've been listening to this, it's been nice to have you. I'm sure this is going to be something for you to uh, come back to further on in your development, but not for you. You have not earned this because you're not even able to practice it. If you are so incompetent socially that you can't even go up to a random human being without shitting yourself, you can barely even get some consistency going. Well, it doesn't even matter. That's what I'm saying. But once you get to conscious incompetence, that's where now toss the ball. Now toss the ball. You'll be working on many other things. You'll be working on your open. You'll be working on qualification. You'll be working on investment. Working on your clothes. You'll be working on your masculine frame. You'll be working on sexual polarity. You'll be working on your intent, eye contact, vocal projection, body language, vibe. You're 50. You'll be working on direct congruent, authentic, covering with empathy. you are be working on so many things. But drop the seed of amongst all of it. If I could just be aware at the end of every interaction, when did a push happen? When did a pull happen? Just give me one. Don't even have to break down the entire interaction. Just give do one, go meet someone, come out of it after you're done. When did a push happen? When did a pull happen? Okay, next interaction. That's it. That's it. As you get more advanced, now you can step it up beyond just tossing the ball and watching it. To so now toss the ball and take a swing. All right, have a strike at it. So now that you're aware of it, and how would you know that you're ready for that is when that you can see it like it's butter, When you can see it, like it's slow motion. When you can see, and this is what happens in all social dynamics. When you gain competence in certain skill sets, in a skill set, it becomes like slow motion. When you start to learn, get very comfortable with opening a random, cold human being, it ceases to be such a puzzle. It's like, oh, this is just what happens. This is always the response. It's only a certain amount of responses that can happen. And if I perform it this way, this is normally what happens saying like, so now everything slows down. You just get to read the social cues much, much. Uh, you get faster reading the social cues, which makes the social cues appear to be slower. The social cues never got slower. The social cues never get slower. You just get faster at reading them. So that's what happens with push-pull. Same thing, right? You've tossed the ball so many times. You've learned to watch it so many times. You've looked at push-pull so many times. Now it's like, okay, I see when she's doing a push move. I see she's pushing harder. Ah, now she's pulling harder. Oh, I see that. I see the push, push and pull response as well. I get it. Now, that's when I would say you'd be tapping into the end of conscious incompetence to now bordering six to nine conscious competence. Because that means now not only do you know what to do, but you're starting to do it. You're at the beginning there. And that's when you can start having a strike at the ball. And that's when you can start to go, okay, now I will actively push hard. I do a push hard here and see what happens. And you, because, But you only know you could do that because you've been able to see it. You can never actively attempt to do a push hard or a pull hard move if you can't even see them. So that's why the, the volleyball analogy is so good. So now that you can see the ball coming down, you can actually try and, try and spike or you can try and uh, serve this up. Overhand jump, serve this up. You're going to fail many, 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 many times. You're going to push too hard when it wasn't calibrated for. You're going to push not hard enough. You're going to pull too hard. You're going to pull too consecutively, which a couple of guys in this chat really struggled with. I think it was Jay New and Eric really struggled with what happens when you consecutively pull. You make that mistake, right? And then you'll fuck it up. You'll push too many times in a row because you're actively trying to do it. You fuck it up. But then as you get More and more into it, you find, okay, the balance of push, pull, is it harder? Am I meeting the intensity? Am I always increasing the intensity, which is what we're always trying to do, right? Am I calibrated to the person in front of me? These things come in time and then all of a sudden you find yourself at nine o'clock on the journey of social dynamics and now you're stepping into unconscious competence where you've tossed the ball, spiked and served so many times and now you can do it so many times that you're starting into that place in which that I could do this in my sleep it's just toss it throw it toss it spike toss it spike toss it spike and that's what it's like with push pull is that you get to the stage where you don't even say to yourself oh yeah that was a push or that was a pull or i need to push now i need to pull now you don't even think it anymore you just literally need that's what it is like i described with shay on the bench before i never had to think about giving her that hard pull uh, when I guess the age of her virginity, and just lighting her up like that, I never, I never thought about that. You can never think about that. Like it only comes off that good, and that's when mountain and the seas come, and that's the final part of push pull. Is that when you get so good at your command of push pull, you can read it, you can toss it, you can execute it, you can spike it. And then it just gets to the point of so well drilled that now you can fuck with it. That's the end of push pull. You're so good at it that you can fuck with it, which means that you actually give her the opposite of what she expected. You actually break the rules. When she pulled and you were supposed to push, you pulled instead, but harder. When she pushed, I think I've got those terms wrong. What I meant that, when she pushed and she expected you to pull, and no, and I did get that right. And then you can reverse it. All I'm saying is you give her the reverse of what she expected, and that'll just take out the intensity sexually so much higher than you would ever expect because you gave her what she didn't expect. And that's when it comes through natural flow and natural execution. So W, hopefully that answers your question. It doesn't? It's not even hopefully. That definitely answers your question on how someone would learn push-pull. It just depends on the stage of journey you're at with it and, uh, and the final progression with it. And this is the final thing I'll say before we wrap up this podcast and I'll allow a little time for open Q&A. I said before, not to be used in a dark way. You can get very manipulative with this. You can get very dark with this. You can start to see human beings as algorithms. You can start to see them as pieces of puzzles. You can start to see them as mechanical robots that just need to be leveraged by pulling certain levers. Yeah, nah. That's never the intent with push-pull. The intent with push-pull is actually preventative rather than proactive. You learn push-pull so that you're not a victim of it. And not a victim of it because of the other person, a victim of it because of your own ignorance. You learn push-pull so that you know what to do and when you're not doing it right, most importantly. That's actually the main benefits of knowing about push-pull. Not so that you can go out there and start fucking playing the matrix, but so that when you are interacting with people and you feel like you're under pressure or you feel like you made a mistake and you reflect on your interaction, you can go, what went wrong there? And you understand? Oh, it's because I pushed twice in a row, or because I pushed pulled three times in a row, and because you know whatever whatever your issue with push pull was. That's more of it. It's more about the benefits of push pull. Is more about what it stops you from doing, which is making mistakes. Even better if you can gain such a great command of push pull to the point where you become unconsciously competent where you're using it in such a way that just lights the people you interact with up to such a degree that they're, in, they're either laughing hysterically because of just the shit you're pulling because it's so unexpected or because they are so deeply ravaged by the sexual intimacy you're able to provide because you push so hard. And it's, even, it's one of the two that happens when you gain such good command of push-pull. Uh, they pull because they can't believe they pull your shit. They can't believe the shit you're pulling, or they push so hard on you because they're so sexually attracted that you just fucking got it, and you just guided them the way they needed, and that the way that they asked, which is what we talked about earlier on this podcast with desire, meeting the intensity for desire. That's the end game with push pull. Never to be manipulative, never to be dark about it, only to prevent you from making mistakes. And if you're good enough and dedicated enough, to allow you to increase the experience for someone else, not for you, but for someone else. That's what push pull does. It's not so you can master people. It's so that you can master serving people. That's really what Push Pull is about. Okay, my friends. So, I oh, now that ends the seminar, essentially. That is essentially the end of the seminar. Yeah, covered everything. Dude. Let's get it. Open Q&A. All right, my friends. So, this is the time in the podcast now that we've completed the sem. If you guys have any questions on anything in the world of human interaction, dating, relationships, you can now drop that in that chat box. And if you are enjoying this chat, go ahead and drop, to the, drop a thumbs up down below. Help support the channel. And yeah, I'll allow a little bit of time. Not too long. We've been going for well over four hours here. So, but if there are any super chats, which means a donation to the channel, that will get your question bumped to the top. I'll give more time to it. And we just go supporting everything that's going on here. Then go ahead and drop that super chat. I will give time to that. And depending on how good the questions are, depends on how much time open QA we have for. But yeah, have at it, guys. So I'm gonna get some water. Take a deep breath. And if you have any questions, we'll wrap up with those, okay? Let's go. Open QA. Wow, that was I to get some water. Mm. It doesn't help that it's super hot in you. Why am I wearing a shirt? You guys, <laughs> you're barely wearing a shirt, Adam. Uh I was not expecting this seminar to be as difficult as it was. I thought it was going to be just straight fun, straight balling. But I definitely, because I think I I thought that because I chose a fundamental topic, but the fundamentals are never easy. They're simple, but they're not easy. Like when, when now that we've done the summary of push pull, I'm sure all of you now are at the end going, yeah, that, that all makes sense. Like that's not actually that complicated. It's really not. It's like there's there's only a certain, there's a set limit to what could actually happen as a result of them of whether you do push-pull moves or push-pull responses but what makes push-pull difficult is your perspective are you a man or you a woman listen guys I'll give you I'll give you I'll give you something here if this was a room full of females and I was having to change the examples for them to learn about males they would fuck up on exactly what you guys are fucking up on females would struggle just as hard to get the male perspective so it just in my mind, I guess I thought today was going to be really easy. <laughs> I wanted today to be a really easy session. While it wasn't emotionally taxing, by the way, guys, if you're just joining the chat, we're currently in open Q&A, so you can ask any questions you want. Uh, while today was not emotionally taxing because the last two sessions have been so emotionally taxing with the, the personal stories, today was physically taxing. Today was mentally very hard for all of us. Not just not just for me, but for you guys struggling to answer the questions. And uh, as a instructor and as a coach, if you're not getting it, I have to work even harder to try and help you with that. And I think over time, there's only a couple people who dropped out, but most of you guys hanged in there and did your absolute best to learn. And I really thank you guys for that. You guys do. Most of you did very well here. All right, we got a couple people up in the chat saying, "W says thanks, Adam. That makes sense." All uh, right, Siddharth is also up in here saying, hey boys, hey boys, good to have you, Siddharth. We're very late though, we're at the end. We're in just an open Q&A, we've finished four hours though. Eric comes in saying, fellas, I'm out. Appreciate the knowledge with the deuces. Well, thank you for contending, Eric. Most appreciated. Nick DeMasi, aka Mr. Zoo, comes up in here saying, ooh, <laughs> yeah, what's up, my boys? Good to have you, Nick. You've missed, you would love this session, Nick, actually. But Nick's, Nick's probably on his work break, so it's just like Ski, so he probably couldn't make it live. But this is something you would definitely want to revisit, Nick. And actually, Nick, Mr. Zoo, I would love to hear your feedback once you've gone over this session and replay. Uh, and tell me how you did. Tell me if you struggled as much as everyone else did in the session. I mean, by the way, by the way, it's never going to be the same. For, I always hear that from people who listen to this in post. They, I often get DMs and feedback saying, Adam, the guy's really struggled live, but it didn't seem that complicated to me when I was listening to it in post. And I'm like, yeah, it's not fair, though, because you're not under the pump. You're not getting pumped like these guys are in real time for answers. You have the pleasure of pause and the comfort of not being in a live session. These live sessions are uncomfortable. And while I've never been in the live session, I can imagine what it would be like. It's like you have to come up with uh, the answers and this guy's going to flame you if you don't get it. It's this is pressure. I, but that's what makes it good. That's the pressure that creates diamonds. If I was just like some snowflake of instructor, you guys probably wouldn't show up. <laughs> I wouldn't show up. I don't want to know snowflakes. Ivan comes in saying, wish I could stay to the end, but Mexican time difference won't allow it. Nonetheless, thanks for the nurturing session, guys. Thank you for being here, Ivan. And you're actually one of the guys I was mentioning before. Thank you for contending. Uh, thank you for not giving up and for staying for basically the entire session. It's been like four and a bit, over four and a half hours. So Much respect, man. Thank you for being here. Okay, my friends. We've got our first super chat of an Australian $10 from... T, a.k.a. Takumi Kun, who drops that smoke weed everyday emoji in classic fashion, who goes, oh, huge session. Thank you. Give me a sec for writing a question. Yes, sir. So T is going to write out a question, my friends. While T is writing out his super chat question, uh, I need to drain the sea dragon and take a fat piss. So I'm going to take a fat piss. I'll be back in literally, I can't say literally, I'll be back very, very soon. And we're going to get T's super chat question. By the way, we're in open Q&A, so feel free to... Uh, Drop your own questions. If they're really high quality, I'll get them after the super chat. Otherwise, T's will be the last question. So chop them up there. fat piss that's uh that's four hours, four and a half hours worth of holding on fuck okay it's probably just because it's so hot in here even though i've got the ac on maybe it's because actually maybe it's not as it's so hot in here but i am so hot because this session has been a very tough session okay distraction comes in saying it's cool though because now you know where we're at oh in reference to everyone struggling yeah yeah listen uh it's a distraction. It's a lesson I always have to remind myself of that people think they know the fundamentals. Not saying you guys. I'm not saying you guys came in here thinking, "Oh, push, pull, super easy." I understand that. But a lot of people would come here, come in here thinking that. And I think those are the people who gave up halfway through the session. They realize how hard it is, and then they just give up. So anyone who doesn't give up, who actually gets through the entire session, even if they just fucking struggle through it, always get respect from me. But if you give up halfway through when you're struggling, it's like the most disrespectful thing you can do to yourself. Because how would you ever learn, as Distracon just said? Well, not that he said that, but inferred that. Okay. Mr. Zoo comes in saying, I am lol, Uh, I'll rewatch it back because he's at work. He also says, ASMR piss, love to say it. I don't know what ASMR is. It's another one of those terms the kids use. Fucking kids with their terms. ASMR, a simple mother I don't know I don't know what that means ASMR I don't know but yeah it's a fat piss for sure okay so for the first super chat question of open Q&A from T Australian 10 dollars he says this is a really macro question so let me know if it's not a good one I've been thinking about what makes the best connections in dating why I'm into some women more than others my question is what really is attraction between two people if that's not specific enough I could try something else or more detailed So I'm always trying to think about why you're asking, T. So that's why a macro question is not very good because it's always about why you're asking. I guess it's not a bad question, but what brings depth and value is why you're asking. You're saying you've been thinking about what makes connections in dating, but it's very general. Like I sense, I can always sense there's something deeper. There's always a reason why you would ask that. So yeah, if you want to hit me with some more context for sure, otherwise I can start macro and you can see where we go. So in terms of what really is attraction between two people, Attraction is simply the initial signal that lets you know that you're interested in them. That's all attraction is. A signal of interest. All right, whether you're attracted to them because of their physical makeup, because of their psychological makeup, because of their spiritual makeup, it's going to be one of the three. Okay, The people that we are most attracted to, we see some of ourselves in. When you look at what attraction is, it's simply the signal that I'm interested in you, and if she can or she reciprocates because you're a guy, if she reciprocates saying and I'm interested in you, at a certain degree, at a certain level, it's because we recognise something within each other of ourselves. When you look at the people you're most attracted to that you don't know, look about look at comedians T. Right, the comedians that we are most attracted to that we are most interested in are the ones that think like us, that their minds work in a way that we like. And we like it because it is similar to us. That is, what, that is how all human beings function. Listen, if, all hum- if, all, if humor was what made people attracted, then everyone would go out and watch every Netflix from start to finish, every Netflix special from start to finish, every comedy special. But we don't. We only watch the comedians from start to finish that we're most attracted to. Now, you just have to take out the term sexually polarized there. You might not necessarily be sexually polarized to them, but you are, in fact, attracted. Why? Because attraction is the signal of interest. So it's only the ones, it's only the comedians who make us laugh because we like the way that they work. We like the way that their minds work. That's what makes their humor attractive to us. It's not humor that makes people attractive. It's the way people use their humor. Same thing with uh, physical makeup as well to a certain degree which is that it's not just ripped abs and jacked muscles and square-cut jaw and blue eyes that make someone attracted to them. While, yes, they are aesthetically pleasing, right? it's what that says about that person, what that person had to do to achieve that physical look. Case in point, a girl that goes out and gets Botox, that gets her tits uh, physically implanted, that gets her ass physically implanted, that gets her waist cinched in and gets a... Uh, What's the fucking, the bypass, the gastric bypass. And she just gets everything done, all the work done to get made looking like a Barbie doll. And now, unless you're a certain type of guy, for most guys, myself and most of my friends, it's not attractive. It's not attractive when girls physically alter themselves through the process of surgery to the degree where they're not even a human being anymore with the lips, with the eyes, with the cheeks, with the... I mean, fake tits and is not necessarily such a problem aesthetically, but a fake ass really turns me off. I say, you got to work for that shit. Why? Because that's what's attractive about a girl with a fat ass. A girl with a fat ass is attractive because she had to work for it or God bless those genes. Either God bless those genes or work for it. But the moment you find out that she had it implanted, it's like, ugh. It's like, ah, no. It's like, it might be cool to touch and play with, but it's like, meh. It's like, compare her to a girl that's in the gym, squatting, glue bridging, fucking deadlifting, and she's like a fucking demon. She's out there grinding. She's got hard work. She's got ethic. And that comes along with the fat booty. That makes it so much more attractive. So it's the same thing with physical looks that, yes, on a surface level, we make snap judgments to be attracted to people physically, but much deeper below it, whether we actually maintain our attraction for them is what it says about them. If you've got a guy who's got shredded abs and is an absolute jacked model, on the surface, a lot of girls will say, yes, very attractive, but get out on a date with him. Is he an absolute dick? If he's just an absolute dick and just a shallow, just shameful version of a male? A lot of girls will just drop him then and there. Of course, some girls will hang around just because they like the validation of being with a attractive-looking guy, but most girls, self-respecting girls, will drop him purely because, well, it doesn't matter about his abs. What kind of person is he? Is he a good guy or not? Is he an absolute dick? Well, no. So attraction, coming back to it here, T's question was what really is attraction between two people? At a core level, it is purely the signal of interest. Whether it's sexually polarized or not, then takes you down two different avenues and then the psychological makeup of what you find attractive would then determine why and how. You know, We went through two examples, humor and physical looks. You can go into a lot of others as well. Okay. So that will give T a very macro answer. Let's see if he asks for any more micro. T says, I'm asking because I have different levels of attraction to different girls I'm connecting with. Trying to figure out what the level actually is and why it's different. Yeah. So T, I can take you. And then he goes on to say, okay, no worries. Cheers. I'll contemplate it a bit more. So I can take you slightly deeper on two different levels there. And we'll wrap up open Q&A that because I really appreciate your super chat. And so we'll wrap up on that. When he says, I'm asking because I have, he's asking about what is attraction because he has different levels of attraction to different girls he's connecting with, trying to figure out what that level actually is and why it's different. So if you listen to what I just said, maybe you can formulate the answer for yourself But I'll give it to you anyway, which is how much of myself do I see in them? That is the deepest philosophical answer to what you just said there. The people that you are absolutely, like if you look at the degrees of levels of attraction, it's because you, you see the most of yourself in them. Now, you might, say, you might say, that sounds so selfish. And it would be if you are purely looking at that in a very rudimentary way. If you're looking at that as in, oh, I see how cool I am in her. Oh, I see how attractive and fit I am in her. It's, if you're thinking that, you're way off. Right, we're talking much deeper. We're talking metaphysical levels on different non-existential, multi, multiversal planes of the, of the universe. That's what we're talking
1: about here. What
0: we're talking about here is that I'm so attracted to her on that level that goes well beyond just surface levels because when I look at her, I see myself. And when I see so much of myself, there's a certain realization that happens on the end of that. When you see yourself in someone else there's a realization that happens and all of a sudden, no one exists. If, if someone that allows you to see all of you within them, what must that infer? That they're not there. They're present. It's just them. They're a pure mirror reflecting, which means you saw all of you looking back at you. And when you see all of you looking back at you, it's a just. it's an unavoidable realization that why am I still here? If she's turned off, why am I still on? And all of a sudden, you turn off. Now, the degree to which a woman can provide that clarity of reflection and mirror really adjusts the level of attraction. I gave you two examples, T, of humor and physical looks, but what it says about those people, the way they think, and the way they act. Very attractive. They can offer you different varying levels of attraction, but it's actually not those modalities, right? It's, a, it's about what they were offered you an ability to see within them. And that's what this always comes back to. Attraction is always, do I like the way that they think? Do I like the way that they do on a very surface level because of what that would then provide me in a much more intimate space? If you have a girl, T, that is just, she's fucking into art, she loves painting, she loves to be in nature, she loves going to walks, just reeling off things that I know you like. Uh, Let's say she's, her favorite anime right now is Initial D and she's got posters of me up in her fucking bedroom, right? And just everything just seems to be on there, maybe... Uh, she does a whole bunch of things actually that you don't do, but that she still, but you still find very attractive. Maybe, uh, maybe she does a whole bunch of public speaking or something. I'm thinking about different examples. Anyways, just things that you like that you find attractive within her. The reason why you find them attractive is because they offered you a window of realization of yourself. Think about your best friends. Think about the people you love to spend time with. They might not necessarily do the things you do, exactly to a T they might not exactly say the things that you say and think exactly the way that you say but there's something about the way that they do the way that they say the way that they talk that you like and the only reason why you like that is because if you were to step in a slightly a little bit deeper you would get beyond yourself for a second and you just see what does that mean why do I like that because you're looking back at yourself and when you can look back at yourself there's a confirmation of existence that goes beyond your ego it it's just, it d- destroys it. It just takes your ego out of the equation and that's when you can truly relax around someone too. That's that's what attraction is and that's what it allows for uh, once you move past that initial physical, mental and now you're going into the spiritual. Once you move past physical and mental attraction just on surface and you get to the spiritual understanding of what I've talked about here, that's when you can really be truly comfortable with someone and truly relaxed and that, that's when you're with your friends and family and you're just, like a fucking jellyfish or you're with that girl that you're talking about here and what T was asking about was that there are some girls that he has different levels of this on so what that speaks to T is that whether there are blocks within you or blocks within her something is blocking the reflection between you two because I said it somewhere during the social Q&A during push-pull that what would be perfect is if two human beings could just meet each other at the eyes and go into them That if they could just meet each other in the bar on the beach, not say anything, just look at each other and convey all of themselves. That would be the perfect human interaction. If both humans could get out of their own ways, delete themselves, be present, purely reflect each other, and convey their energy with each other. That would be the perfect human interaction to start off with. And the perfect way to get to know someone. No words, just look at each other, get out of you, be here in the now, and just reflect with each other. Anything that gets in the way of that that image, anything that gets in the way there reduces the attraction. In last week's Q&A, T, at the end, someone asked me, or it was two weeks ago, someone asked me, Adam, what's your biggest turn off in a female? What did I say, T? Because I think you were there. I think you know the answer to this. The answer was simply this. The inability to stay present and the inability to let go of herself. If a woman can't let go of herself and she can't stay present, then that's... Uh, there's no there's, there's no doing. There's nothing doing. Sorry, guys. So I am just leaving them there. Uh, there's nothing doing. If she can't stay present and she can't let go on the moment, then what am I speaking to there, T? Things are getting in the way of the reflection between us two, which means I don't feel connected. And so that's what you're probably feeling there is that there's something in the way either in her or in me. And that's what human beings are like. Human beings are imperfect. But human beings can reach... A perfect state the nature of being a human being is imperfect but we all have the ability to tap into the only perfection which is the present moment we all have the ability to become present delete ourselves and stay here that is the only perfection in this life the moment is perfect if you can do that then you will be able to very accurately read is it my blocks getting in the way of the attraction between us or is it her blocks Because if you know, if you can do that, and you see this all the time, like if you practiced, if you can really just enter that space, enter that gap, just wipe it all out. It's just me and you. And actually, there's no more me anymore. Just here. And then you can see what she does. A girl who's fully present, fully let go of herself, and can join you in that dance, all you'll see looking back at you is you. And at a certain point, that's nothing. It's just the present moment. And that's the most beautiful thing. It's the most beautiful thing. Okay. I think that answers your question pretty good there. Yeah. Okay. W says, say present. Ah, damn, damn, yeah, what you said. (laughs) I think he's just saying he agrees with it. Distracon says, Adam, the moment is perfection. Me? (gasps) (gasps) Big, big wide open face. (laughs) Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you for resounding that Distracon. Good to see you get it. All right, my friends, if there are no other questions there, we're going to tap out because this is getting onto a five-hour session. Yeah, almost on a five-hour session. So let's get a summary here. And if there are any rapid-fire questions that come out during the summary, I'll answer them. But T, I thank you very much for that super chat. $10 Australian. Hontani, arigatou gozaimashita. It's Motoyani. Forever and always grateful, man. I appreciate it. Always. So let's sum it up. What we have discussed. What we've discussed in this session is more than just a discussion. It has been an absolute fire, a fireball of social dynamic principles of foundations, which is push and pull. What we found is that people really struggle. People really struggle with uh, particular aspects of push-pull, particularly males struggle thinking from the female perspective. And I'm sure if we reverse this, females will struggle with the opposite. It's just natural. However, we've gone over the foundations of what push-pull does. Right, Being the playground of sexuality in which men and women get to learn about each other. Absolutely. But we went much deeper into that. Much deeper. To connect. See if we flow. See if we sync. Macro. In the micro. Test the physical, mental, and spiritual sexual desire between us two. Then into the four keys of using push-pull. Push and pull moves and push and pull responses. Broke it up into their respective aspects. How to use them. What they look like. What their purposes are. Why someone would use the push or pull move. Uh, intentionally if not intentionally why they're just doing it in general and then most importantly to wrap up with on the end there how you would once learning the basics of push and pull use it in such a way that was fun breaking the rules that takes you to the next level giving them what they don't expect the opposite which is very simply mountain in the seas a she expects the push i give her the pull harder she expects the pull i give her the push harder so a future proof to you guys. If some of you were so diligent to go out and actually practice this and actually get come back in six months a year, and I love to hear your comments saying, "Hey Adam, I actually got to the stage with push pull that I was actually mounted and seeing. I was actually giving her that complete flip switch and just lining her up." You know that'll be awesome to hear some of you guys. You know, however much time it takes you, some of you may be there now. And then uh, we went over some uh, basic Q and A questions. What happens if you push too hard? What happens if you pull too hard? People really struggled with if you pull too hard. And that's it. Those are those two done. And then also how to use it. If you literally the game plan of how to practice a push and pull based on your level of development in social dynamics, went through all of that. My memory is good. My memory is good. And that's that's it. That's a wrap up to the summary. So, oh, and the final thing there, not to be used in a manipulative way. Always used to be used, always to be used in a serving way that only improves the interaction and the experience of the other. Never to be used in a selfish, dark, manipulative way. Okay. And to prevent you from making mistakes. So I thank all the live participants. If you were here, particularly those that made it the entire way through. If you make it all the way through, you always get my number one respect. Even if you struggled hard, even more respect. If you did, uh, if you got some answers right, awesome. If you got them all wrong, even better. Uh, shout out to T for the only 100,000 Zenny answer, which is the it's a top grade advanced level answer. If we got one, thank God, saves the session. And uh, also T, thank you very much for your super chat. Most appreciated. He said, yep, great answers. Thank you to my answers on attraction. Uh, w says, I was answering you on what you said. I'll ask my question next time. I have two. Yeah, come back next week. And that's the final thing. I'll wrap with my friends. Oh, hang on. distraction said one question quick. Did you get to check out the show I told you about? I to to your thoughts. I feel like you'd like it. I don't remember, mate. I don't even remember which show you were talking about. Uh, Slide me a DM on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram. At the moment, I'm currently revisiting Initial D in English because of course, I watched it in Japanese, but it's a completely different show in English. So uh, yeah, definitely, just message me on Instagram and hit me up. There's too much chat in here. I forget these things. After I just got done saying I have such a good memory. (laughs) I have a good memory for the things i focused on. So my friends, yeah, come back next week. This was episode seven of season six. We have 12 episodes in the season every Monday, 10 a.m. Australian Central Daylight Time. And by the way, on Instagram, I'm at Tang one double O-I-Tang1. You can hear me up there outside of these sessions. And yeah, come back next week. We've got another five sessions in the season before we take a break. But come back each week. And also, while today was a seminar based on a social dynamic fundamental, normally they're based on your guys' stories. So always feel free to If you want to be the featured story, send me an Instagram DM at a one or on the website, boldojo.com links on the YouTube description. And maybe you get the featured story next week or maybe we roll on with the fundamentals. We'll see. We'll see. I thank you guys so much for today's session. It was an absolute, it was a grind, but it was fun. I did have a lot of fun. There was one particular time as well. Discussing one of my clients. I think I lost my shit. Anyways, we'll go back. I'll see you guys next week, 10 a.m. Australian Central Download Time, Monday. Until then, i signed sign it off. I'm wishing you guys all the best in your lives. Much peace and much joy.
1: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> that was a good one. That was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I fuck it up hard. That was good, though. Thank you very much for making it all the way through this session, for your presence and for your attention. If you actually made it to the end, that's... That's incredible because these sessions are often minimum two hours. And hey, you're my kind of person. If you've got that kind of attention and commitment to your development, shit, <laughs> I get excited by that. So before you run off, let me just hear you with a couple of reminders. If you haven't signed up to the Bowl Sip weekly email, it's free. Bowldoja.com, keep you updated over there. The best place to connect with me outside of these YouTube live sessions and podcasts is actually on Instagram at Tang one Double O I Tang One. You guys can see all the behind the scenes. You can see I post a lot of fitness, health, all the artistic shit. If you watch the story, a lot of the meditations as well that I go through each day and each night. And it's a great place to do DM me directly with your personal context to give me feedback on different sessions, different parts of this, etc. So aduitang1 on Instagram. I hope to see you there. I'd love to see you there. And of course, if you would like to help support the channel, you can donate directly through boldojo.com underneath the podcast section or at paypal.me forward slash A-D-A-M-O-O-I, Adamui. Anything that you guys donate is always super appreciated. And for those of you that would like to take your development to the very next level and make sure that you're on the right course, doing the right things at the right time, well, one-on-one Skype coaching or the guided meditation internal energy that's all available to you at boldojo.com listen guys the birds outside are going haywire so I better wrap up this outro it's the time of my life getting to go back and forward with you in these live sessions chopping it up getting to really know who you are and so I thank you so much again and I look forward to seeing you in the next session truly wishing you the absolute best in your lives much peace and much joy ciao